Ross fucking this up? Yeah, it's a little bit. A little bit. I am just trying to figure out how to get a button to actually push to talk. Uh, Mac or PC? PC. Because this is the part of the show that everyone loves the most. Where we go through the whole push to talk. The tech support. Just the best. And and where I explain things like, oh, because now you're recording locally, so this will be the best recording. Should I be doing that too? Not yet. Eventually. But baby steps, yes. It does sound like you're rubbing a wool sweater on your microphone, though. Yeah, yeah. What kind of microphone are you using? Uh, just have a Logitech headset. Whatever, whatever you're yeah, doing my... right now, it sounds great. Well, nope. Maybe it's when you're That's mute. Weird. You sound you sound really good when you're on mute. <laughs> See, you sound perfect. Yeah, when you're not talking, you're sounding perfect. <laughs> That's the way we like it. <laughs> Hold on. Can you can you Better. get it? Yeah, right. That's okay. Okay. I just moved the move the mic a little closer. Mm-hmm. And I, I have I have the kids monitor on, so that might be what's uh and he insists on leaving the uh the heater on in his room even though it's ninety fucking degrees. So that's probably what it is. No worries. No worries. So it was the kids monitor all along? Probably. Okay, because now I'm hearing some weird noises again. So vibrating. I have no idea. I I turned it around and the mic is right up to my mouth. Maybe it's Jason. Who's Jason? I don't hear anything. Are you Jason? Yeah, I can hear it when you're talking. Mm. That's okay. We'll de- we'll deal with it. it. It's it sounds like you're you're sitting on like a vibrator, <laughs> <laughs> a magic fingers bed. If only I were. Right. So so our our, our options are that um, it's it's a fluke sound noise, or you are sitting on a vibrator. So Ross, which is it? Uh, I'm gonna go with freak sound noise. Okay. Uh, All right. Good. I reject your reality. Right, I'm saving the vibrator so it's gone. So, so basically, right now, I think we're good. Good, right? I think so. It's we're we're to AAC quality. Yes. Yeah, so I'm imagining someone new, like, oh, let me see this podcast. It's like the number two current uh, currently recording pod wargaming podcast in the wargaming community, and. Uh, it sounds great, and so I'm gonna listen. That first 15 minutes is us like arguing about like trying to get the, the stuff set up and like <laughs> their sound. That, people are crunching ice. Right, Lu- Lucas would claim that that keeps out the lame people, right? So that's the <laughs> sure, yeah, the, yeah. The, weak, the weaklings don't get past the the test. I keep out the riffraff somehow. That's right. So I will. Uh, I'll try to keep yelling at Ross throughout the entire thing. Uh, if I, I have problems with the sound, so I'll try to make that a constant theme. Um, but Ross, you told me that you you had got it done, and it sounded like it was squared away. So I'm a little confused because. Uh, well, I, I just hadn't been able to figure out how to actually get into the the server, and I got in, but no one was here to talk to. So I kind of assumed getting in would be good enough. Clearly not. Right. Okay. And the I mean the mic works fine on 
you know, we, we've done Skype and stuff before and, and same setup. So yeah, your mic sounds good. And, and right. I think when you're talking, it sounds good. It's when you're, it's when you're quiet, it's picking up a lot of, a lot of background noise. Yeah, that's, that's bizarre. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll try to stay muted except for when I'm, when I'm talking or Dave can tell me where the button is for push to talk. And now is your kid actually in the room with you? Cause I can <laughs> no. actually hear your kid. No, that wasn't me. That was, that was somebody else. Oh, is that Jason? Is that your kid, Jason? <laughs> yeah, I was actually playing uh, video games, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't have to podcast till 9, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's 8 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, the, the the little one's in the bathtub, so he's he's making noise. All right, so I guess now, after all this painful time, we could actually start this thing. Can we start? The second best currently recording <laughs> board gaming podcast. It's a lot of caveats. That has a guild on BGG. It's about to start. Are we ready? Let's do this thing. All Let's right. do it. But we're the first best wargaming podcast that has its own convention. Oh, that's true. And we're the first best wargaming podcast to our knowledge that's recording tonight. That's true. Live. That's right. true. So Absolutely. We're killing it. That's right. Advance after combat. So this is the Advance After Combat podcast. This is a podcast about wargaming, period. Uh, this podcast is brought to you by me, Dave, uh, my bromance partner, Jason. Hello. And a mystery host who's brought to us from our BGG guild, carefully selected, only the best are brought in for this this role because it's only the highest position. quality audio that's right only the highest quality people who are available when we're available <laughs> the very minute we're available and uh and and for the record uh we have never canceled it's always been the mystery hosts that have canceled so we we don't care how mad our wives get we record like if we said we're going to record we record on that day so for better or worse that's right. So anyway, so our mystery guest uh, guest host is Ross. Welcome. What's happening, guys? Thanks. So now it's Ross, right? Not Ros. Yes. Please don't call me Ross. So I'm... it's it's R O S. Yes. Now, but with yeah, don't. <laughs> so what's up? What's up with the name? Uh, it's an incredibly long story that my dad could tell about uh, his friend and his friend's nickname when he was growing up and my oldest uncle taking all of the short boy names and he thought oh ross will be great but we'll spell it this way and then it just sucks right so you're basically one letter short so it's <laughs> yeah no it's, i've had to have more official documents and shit corrected in my life because oh my gosh uh, yeah, it's, it's it's just the diplomas and driver's licenses and you know like a, a, I, they got a copy of a birth certificate that they actually edited once and i needed to have that changed it was uh <laughs> yeah names names can be interesting because like with me like my daughter i wanted to name her remy and my first daughter and my wife insisted on ava so then I was never allowed to use the name Remy. So then my dog, my second dog, became Remy. And so I'm like, kind of like, I look at my daughter. I'm like, yeah, that could have been you. <laughs> Either way, it could have been something. But that's that's interesting. So it's R O S. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's all gotta, I got. That's got to be an issue. Like, yeah, it's no, got to be a constant pain in the ass. Yeah, it's. A, I had a my my 
department head. Like literally we'd be in a meeting and my boss would be sitting next to me and it's like, oh, Ross has something to say. And he'd look at me square in the eye and say, so Roz, mm. what is it you think about this? That's like right. literally someone else just pronounced my name. I thought it was bad. My, my basic training paperwork all had the name Mason Young on it. Uh, but that was the only time I had a hard time with my name. Oh yeah, no. With with my last name, they always try to pronounce. I'm like, I don't care. They're like, well, which way is it pronounced? This way or that way? I'm like, don't, I don't care. Don't like it's been pronounced so many different ways. It no longer matters. So uh, we'll so call Ross, you Ross. Though. Ross, thanks guys. You, how how long have you been wargaming in general? So oh uh, god, thirty years. Because you yeah. have a pretty gigantic collection. I mean, your collection is kind of epic. Uh, it's that's it there. It's all right. I've, I'm a bit of a GMT fanboy. I got a lot of uh, a lot of their stuff, but yeah, um, only a good thirty years. But I had the the usual break in between. We played uh, a lot with uh, a couple of really good friends when uh, when you know I was teenagers. We did D and D, and then one of my really good buddies was uh, his dad was in the Air Force, um, so he took us over to to McGuire, and we saw all the cool planes. He was a tanker pilot. Um, so we just kind of, we, we picked it up from there. That's very cool. So, uh, right now, what's like one of the big games that you're playing that you're into? Uh, just picked up Labyrinth, which is, uh, I mean, I actually should say re-picked it up. I had it for a while. I traded it away and then picked it back up. The cool stuff had it on some ridiculous sale. So, but, uh, Mark and I just, uh, have been playing that. We had an afternoon session, like couple days ago and then uh we kicked another pvm off so uh it's a it's a good one i'm really enjoying that one it's a good game so, and with mark you're talking about leroy like vegas mark yep vegas mark yeah i was thinking who's mark i only know him as leroy <laughs> i know that's tough so uh how about uh counter love do you give any kind of component love to any of your stuff you clip clip corners or oh, do any uh, I, I have the uh, I've worn the shit out of my uh, Oregon laminations uh, two and a half millimeter. <laughs> it's it's all of them. I don't not the, not quite to the B mode level of of like Man, getting the sides on there, yeah. but that's a uh, but yeah no every everything that comes in I I like even if I know I'm never gonna play it it's it's a, it's a, <laughs> it, it's a Zen thing I just I take it out I punch it I organize it and I clip it and uh, yeah no so anything that uh, that comes in gets uh, gets clipped right away no and it is an opportunity to kind of learn the counters and figure out what's in the game you know as you're punching them out and you're, you're going through them all oh yeah just just trying to figure out how to organize it you know like all right well what's dude am i, am I going to put this together by like when they come in is it by unit is it color coded it gets you a feel of of what you're actually going to be doing once you start playing now are you uh drinking anything right now you got anything absolutely i got a big bottle of wine right in front of me I'm about two and a half glasses in right now now but nice. is it night is it nice wine or is it like costco wine no it's a it, it's it's fucking classy as fuck oh, nice. my, uh, <laughs> yeah that picture you sent was pretty classy yeah my my uh my dad's stashing a bunch of wine he's moving from a a big house up in new jersey down to florida and he's a very big like go to napa once or twice a year and have cases sent back so okay. he's uh he's dispersing his collection and some of it's landing here and might not make it down to florida that's I'll, right i'll, I'll send my address water. if he's looking hey, for it put the, put the water in and then it. <laughs> exactly he'll draw lines on it that's right that's what my parents said it didn't work you can just put the barefoot merlot in it and it'll be fine 
That's right. Exactly. <laughs> something must have happened. It, mm-hmm. it got corked or something. Sorry. Exactly. What What are you drinking, Jason? <clears throat> I am on my fifth Negroni. Wow. Very. Is it bittery? Right. That's one that's kind of. It's It's pretty bitter, but but I enjoy it. Man, that's that. I heard you talking about those last time, man. My that was my mom's drink of choice when I was growing up. And, wow! You know when when you would she was, a, she was ahead of her time. Oh yeah, no, but but you know when when you're a kid and you try to you know want to be kind of grown up and and sneak it. I think that's why I yeah, didn't right. drink. That's why I didn't drink until I was in college. No, that's a, because that's a I, I tried one. to taste. Yeah, I tried to taste that. I was like, what the fuck are you people doing? Yeah, that's crazy. You're like so you're I, poisoning yourself. I've, I've made that mistake with my daughter. She. Like she likes to try the stuff we're making, and I like a I, I make a lot of like tiki drinks and stuff, which are pretty sweet, and she likes those. And I made one, I made a zombie one time, which has like four ounces of rum in it, and I I let her try it and absinthe. Like there's a ton of booze in this, and I I let her try it, thinking like she's never gonna like this, this is gonna scare her away, and and she loved it. And every time I'm making drinks, she's like, oh, dad, make me a zombie. So I, I finally made her try a Negroni. And uh, yeah, that scared her away. She was she was kind of horrified. That and Japanese whiskey, she was... That was the thing that finally put the kibosh on the trying drinks. Yeah, I'm a pretty bold drinker, but I did not like the back end on Negroni. I was like, ugh. Like, it kept hitting me every time I drank it. So I, It's, it's an it. acquired taste. Dave, yeah. what are you drinking? Uh, Bushmills, the Siren Song. Classic. The, the, the AC, smooth, mellow AC flavor. Hall of Fame. Brown smooth, Devil Water. The smooth, mellow flavor of Irish whiskey luring me in to podcast madness. <laughs> I should also say my wife made like an apple tart thing, so I'm eating that while I'm on mute. Well, I think that's par for the course. Like, don't, <laughs> why, why mute yourself? Because I think we're all used to... You know, if you have any corn nuts or anything you want to eat <laughs> while we're doing this, or, or a big bag of feed, feel free, Jason. Just just chow down. I'll crack my recording. knuckles, clink some ice. It'll be all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah, so yeah, um, this is a pretty serious podcast. Like we're really, I mean, I, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. War game, war game, war game. It's 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 deep shit. I mean, we're really going to get into it. So if you're not down with this, I mean, this Churchill, very... Julius Caesar, so on and so is, forth. Is it still an explicit podcast, though? <laughs> yeah, well, mm-hmm. you, you actually dropped a FCAF, like fucking classy as fuck. So I think that's going to get in there. Yeah, but but again, kids. So if you're listening, make sure your parents don't know you're listening because it is explicit and they might be angry. So. And if you're my kids, do but not go ahead listen. and subscribe. If you're my children, seriously, stop listening right now. Oh, Jesus I, Christ! I, I really want you to think about me as somebody that you respect. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like it's a my tall legacy, order. I feel like the legacy that we're recording on the internet is not going to be that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, I I was on a business trip. I actually, got to, to play with Ross a little bit. We did a little bit of uh, Axis Empires, which was cool. Um, but the, it was funny because the business trip experience got me thinking like how it was, you know, like you're married. So you got to like, I got to be like, oh, I can play on Thursday. Like Ross is like, oh, yeah, well, let, we'll just finish this up some other time. I'm like thinking like, when am I going to do that? Like that was my week window <laughs> to do that. So when I see guys like Clay and uh, Gersh, who's now, Gersh might actually learn to enjoy his new status. Mm-hmm. Eventually. You know, the, the freedom. 
that you have with that. You can spend so, all the money. Yeah, and you get you can just do things when you want to do them. You know, so. Well, you definitely got the time. The money is yeah, you never know. Right. Yeah, I don't know what the situation is with any of that, but as far as the opportunity, like you can, but you can always play. Game. The nice thing about wargaming is, if you guys are wargame, you don't have to own the game. You know, you can go over to their house and play their game. You know what I mean? So, you could be an avid wargamer and not buy a lot of war games because the living rule, the rules are usually online, so you can read all that stuff. So that's true. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just think if there was some way to like, uh, you could just have a relationship. And, I said, <clears throat> your your wife like, might listen. You might let's. Like, like, I, like, I, I understand, if, but if, you might want to what stop. If, what, if, what, if you, what if you could? What if you could just be? The pattern with, is full, Ghost Rider. <laughs> what, if, what if you could just be with a guy and hang out with a guy and play games and go watch sports and all that stuff, and you're into guys all up until the moment where sexual activity is about to <laughs> and then you're like, "No, I'm into chicks." It's about a dream. Yeah. The, the hetero life, mate. Yeah. yeah I'm, so, uh, so I have I've developed my own gender orientation. It's called vegetarian. <laughs> I and approve. I'm basically I'm basically I'm all into the guys. Like, if a girl is a girlfriend's like, hey, um, I'm gonna go try on bras. Can you come in with me? I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I'm vegetarian. I'll go in with you. But, I'm, I'm <laughs> not but the second it gets to like actual sexual contact, I'm like, no, I'm into girls. Yep. So just the one, the just the, and just the one. Yeah, all the way up to the actual sexual act, I'm into guys, but at that moment, it's it's girls. So you can live with a guy, you can hang out with guys, you can play games, but the actual act is going to be girls. I think this could catch on. I think that's fine. Yeah. I think it's going to be something. That sounds like the home. AAC retirement home. Yeah, my wife is not on board, really. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't told her that. She wants I've, some companionship. I've, I've, I've only been journaling. <laughs> but, but I think it'll catch on. Because I, I think just the hashtag alone is going to go like, I like, it, like yeah. wildfire. Yeah, social media. That's right. I, I hear That's it's right. the wave of the future. Future. Because it's really infringing on my gaming. So, though actually, I got to tell you also, the drinking sometimes also infringes on my gaming. Because I'm like, I'm too drunk to go play game. Yeah, that's me. That's me most of the time. I sit down to read rules and realize, oh, I'm I'm too drunk to comprehend any of this. <laughs> Words are small. That's right. <laughs> Fuzzy. Yeah. <laughs> like can't get off this couch. Not gonna happen today. I don't know. So uh, we do have a podcast quiz. So Ross, I don't know if you're up for. Fuck it, let's go. It's, it's voluntary. I dig it. I, I mean, Dad. I don't know if I made it clear, but you don't have to. Go. It's voluntary, but you have to do it. Well, all right. Let's put it that way. All right, so let me see. Usually I print this thing out, but now I've picked it up because I was late, so let me see what I got. Okay, so this is going to be the voluntary podcast quiz. You ready, Ross? I am volunteering. Let's do this. So remember, people are driving to work. So we're going to have to say, like, if uh, if you don't know the answer, let's just move on. We don't need the hem and haw about it. Don't okay? worry. There'll be no hemming and hawing. I'll, I'll know. I won't know. Or I'll come up with some ridiculous answer. So this is the less than five months to go before the AAC Con quiz. 
It's time oh, that, for Nate. Wait, that, that, so, there, there was some movement down below when you said that. That, that was exciting. Yeah. Oh, you like that? You like <laughs> yeah. that? <laughs> got, a, got a little semi going. <laughs> a little twitch. But there is a convention. We don't know how much we want to talk about it because we don't know how much we want everyone to come. So it's the, it's the hot ticket. So we'll see. So it's time for Name That Opposing Commander Bullshit. Oh, yes. Battle of, Battle of Actium, 216 BC. Our commander is Marcus Agrippa. Who is your commander? Uh, Marcus Agrippa. Uh, I have no idea. I got nothing. Uh, Mark Antony. Okay. So, Jason, you really have to keep track because I'm on my uh, iPad and I'm not going to write on the screen. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tracking. I'm right. tracking. The next battle is the Siege of Fort William Henry, 1757. Our commander is Louis-Joseph de Montcalm. Who is your commander? Uh, you know, if I'd played Wilderness War more recently, I'd remember his name. Um, Wolf? Uh, George Munro. Oh, okay. That, oh that, yeah, that, that would have been really hard. I would never yeah. have gotten that. Million. I would have guessed. I would last guess of the Wolf. Mohicans. Yeah, I would have guessed Wolf also. Uh, Battle of Wavre, 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 W-A-V-R-E. Yep. Our commander is Johann von Pielmann Grushi. Oh, I just fucked it up. I fucked it up. All right, our commander is Johann von Pielmann. Who is your commander? Well, see, this, this way we can... You have to spell it. I'm going to make you spell it. G-R-O-U-C-H-Y? Oh, God damn it. We're official. We are official. I know. It's we can keep recording. I really, I really that, was a, that was a fielding error, but that's okay. I know. I want to be recorded. That's right. Battle of the Crater, 1864. It's tough because the way my iPad's doing it, but whatever. Our commander is Robert E. Lee, Battle of the Crater. Who is your commander? Uh, Grant? I need you to be more specific than Grant. I, this e is a e weird question. So, okay. Uh, it's a lower level of command. Lower level of command. <laughs> Lincoln. He's the, um, God, it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing. This, this will be controversial, this question. Ambrose E. Burnside. Burnside, I guess, was assaulting the crater. And yes, he was under Grant, and yes. who was probably under Halleck, <laughs> who was probably under Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Uh, but the key is, it's gonna. This this is actually going to be recorded, so it'll be safe for posterity. Yeah, we're good. So yeah. we can be excited. It's good. Outstanding. So uh, the next one is Battle of Iwo Jima, nineteen forty-five. Our commander <laughs> is. God damn it. It's Tadamichi Kuribashi. Kuribayashi. Who's your commander? Well, one more time, Dave. Uh, Iwo Jima. Our commander is Tadamichi Kuribayashi. Who is your commander, Ross? Uh, yeah, I'm not putting any thought into these. Um... Who was well, in the I'm Pacific the there? I'm, I'm liking the speed, though. That's good. Oh, we're yeah. we're oh. trucking. Yeah. <laughs> I can ham and haul. Maybe I could make... Maybe is it MacArthur? 
Uh, it's, I don't know. Holland Smith. Okay. I would have said MacArthur. I would not have known at all. All right. Uh, next question is called, which war, jackass? Name which war or military conflict each listed battle is associated with. This is the Battle of Ar Avaricum. A-V-A-R-I-C-U-M. Avaricum. Avaricum. Uh, it's basically like Avar I come. Avar I come. Just for Jason. Jason's so easy. I do it just for Jason. Jason just loves it. That's it. I'm, I'm uh, Jason easily basically. Abused. Jason basically thinks that semen is funny. <laughs> like I imagine, like Jason in sexual activity it, it, it is, breaks out into laughter. Like it, it is, Jason basically has to have traditional sex because if he sees semen, he's going to start laughing. Is it? Is it not funny? <laughs> are, you, are you not a? Any, any involving the distribution of semen on something is going to make him hysterical. <laughs> He's going to be staring, laughing to stare. I, I, I think you're the odd man out here, Dave. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Jason. In the, in the scene where I, where I shoot myself in the eye. You can be whatever age you are, but I'll yeah, be Jason's 12 laughing. forever. That's right. Jason it, Jason finds it wildly hysterical. <laughs> I'll, I'll be on mute. Go ahead. No, it's good. I, figured I, was, I knew right away that you would, that would appeal to you. Okay. Avaricum. Avaricum. I'm going to go with the <laughs> first Punic War. It's a, it's the Gallic Wars. No, okay, so, yeah, okay. that's right. There was Romans. Uh, I somehow would have gotten that one right. That the, the cum was like my spirit animal. On that that's one. right. That's right. So the next one is the Battle of Ulundi. Ulundi. What war or conflict, military conflict, is Ulundi associated with? Ulundi. Uh, Boer War. Uh, close. The Anglo-Zulu War. Ooh. Uh, Oh, by this much. Yeah. yeah. Now, how about the Battle of Colenso? That's the next mm. one. Battle of Colenso. Colenso. Uh, seven Years' War. Actually, the Second Boer War. Oh, he just fucked you. Oh, wow. He totally fucked you. <laughs> for the win. <laughs> The, so first and, the first and second Boer Wars. This yeah, is yeah. That's, right. that's right. He even provided a hint for me, which I didn't give you. Thanks. What was eighteen ninety-nine? Would that have done it? I don't know. Nah, yeah, I, I probably would have gone back to the yeah. Maybe. We got the Battle of Big Bethal. B-E-T-H-A-L. Battle of Big Bethal. What uh conflict or war? The American Civil War. Oh fuck! Snap! You got it. Good. Nice. nice. All right. That's a win. All right. I'll take it. And the final one is the Battle of the Frontiers. Battle of the Frontiers. Uh. War of eighteen twelve. Uh, I'm sorry, Russ. It's it's World War One. Okay. I didn't think there were any frontiers left in World War One. Thought we'd yeah. run out of them by then. Take take it up with FIFA. Any <laughs> complaint? Take it up with FIFA. The next question is: Who or what the hell am I? Name the person or thing relating to military history being described in each paragraph. I am a type of cannon used frequently during the U.S. Civil War. 
When I'm on land, my size ranges from 10 to 30 pounds. When the Navy uses me, I range from 60 to a whopping 300 pounds. Braxton really is starting to enjoy these things. <laughs> I am too. This question is my favorite question ever. I was designed by a former West Point graduate whose last name identifies... Don't get excited, Ross. I'm not done with the description. Okay. <laughs> I was designed by a former West Point graduate whose last name identifies what I am. What am I? Hmm. A type of cannon. Uh, type of type of cannon. Uh, used uh, on land and on, at sea. Is it a, a parrot gun? I'm going to give it to you. It's a parrot rifle. Parrot nice. rifle. Nice. Yes. Nicely done. Hey, can you spell parrot? No. No, I cannot. <laughs> two two R's and two T's. There we go. Is it an O or or what's the what's second vowel? Yeah, it's an O. All right, just, then. just like an actual parrot. Hmm. Yeah, that's. So the second cool one is uh, my mother is Eleanor of Aquitaine. At the oh, age I, of sixteen, I, I thought I thought this was out of the quiz. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my mother. My mom really? No, actually, and you're, it's reasonable to assume that I would do that, but no, I didn't do it. Uh, my mom is Kathy from New Jersey. And boy, she yeah. wears the shit out of me. <laughs> and she'll never hear this. No, because it's on a computer thing. Yeah, it's on the internets. So my mother is Eleanor of Aquitaine. Ross, you don't have to press the click while I'm talking. Okay, there we go. Uh, <laughs> at the age I was just six, trying to drink. That's right. You, you do it. It's great when you just do it when you talk. That's perfect. Uh, at the age of 16, I took command of my own army to put down a rebellion in France against my father's rule. I was officially invested as the Duke of Normandy in 1189, and my greatest adversary is the founder of the Ayyubid dynasty. Who am I? Uh, Richard the Lionheart. You're correct. Richard nice. the Lionheart. That's crusade action. That's right. Is that it's third crusade, right? Isn't Richard the third? third. I think so. Second or third. All right. Uh, I am considered the greatest innovation of naval warfare in the ancient world. I'm a warship, a troop transport, or a supply vessel. My 170-man crew of oarsmen give me much versatility in speed and maneuverability. What am I? Uh, war galley or trireme? Do I have to pick one? I'll accept it. It's the the uh, the answer is a trireme. Okay. Nice. I guess the, I guess they had I guess they had biremes. Yeah. Trireme. Yeah. I can I can never remember that word as much as I play polis. I can never remember that word. <laughs> Trimmery. Yeah. If only there was like cum or something in the middle of it, then you would like it'd be like glued into your brain. You would absolutely remember it every time. Let's get yeah ream in there. That's right. It does have ream. Like, come on, come on, Jason. There's ream. All right. So uh, the next one is: We are a specific type of soldier named for the French word of our flintlock muskets. In the 17th century, we were first used to guard 
artillery because our flintlock muskets were less likely to ignite open barrels of gunpowder rather than standard matchlock muskets at the time. By the mid-18th century, the French army used our name to designate ordinary line infantry. What are we? Mm, yeah, I got nothing on this one. It's uh, Fusiliers. Mm. Oh, okay. I actually started recording because I realized that we had not been. I had yeah, we, we, did, we didn't cover that. <laughs> hey, yeah, didn't you said you, so, so should I hit the red button? Yeah, hit the red Probably. button. Probably. Yeah. Now, Jason, are you going to do it like the non-multi-channel type or what? Yeah, just just to try it to make recording or editing less of a nightmare. So mode equals down mix? You want multi-channel. Okay, stop. Multi-channel, start. Nice. There we go. <laughs> and, and Ross, try to narrate the entire process so the listeners know what you're doing. Move, moving like, moving, moving they, mouse. They mouse eat moving. that shit up. They eat that shit up. <laughs> Cl- closing window. Oh, they like it. So it's still good. No. Scr- <laughs> scratch balls. My balls itch. Right. <laughs> Next is, uh, I was given the name of Hiram. When I was born in Port Pleasant, Ohio in 1822, I attended West Point and graduated in 1843. I was ranked 21st in my class of 39. It's pretty remarkable that there were only 39 people in a class at West Point back then. Wow. Seriously. I once, I once led a cavalry charge at the Battle of Resaca de la Palma during the Mexican-American War. At the outbreak of the U.S. Civil War, I was nominated to recruit and lead a local militia unit from Galena, Illinois. Who am I? That would be Ulysses S. Grant. Thank God. There's still people who know the great, great heroes of our country. (laughs) Good job, Ross. Yeah, I've been listening to the History of the Civil War podcast, so. That's not the same as History of Rome. No, it's it's some, some strange couple in like Arkansas or something, but okay. they're pretty good. Are they still doing that podcast? Yeah, I I picked it up like a couple months ago, and I've just been going through the back episodes. I, that's my before I go to sleep podcast, and uh, it's 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 pretty good. I mean, it, it's it's kind of factual. It's not incredibly gripping <laughs> or anything, but, <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've learned that that's how I remember what the parrot gun was because they, they well, were talking well, about the uh, the history of Rome guy is good because he always kind of makes it more human. Like with his own, he's like, because like that would be a bad idea. Like he'll say that, like, yeah, oh yeah, but the, the, he's like, I don't want to say that he got executed, but he got executed. Like he'll always do it <laughs> his own. Yeah, it's he's he's really good. Okay, so now Jason is going to get super excited about Braxton's latest question here, because this is a new, brand new question we've never heard before. What? And this is bonus. I was going to say, this might be the fourth question, so we're in bonus category. So, so, Ross, do you have questions about how bonus works? Please, um, it, it sounds like bonus is going to give me something different than a regular question, but I'm confused. So someone please explain. So it is going to give you something different because it's more of the same. So it's it's technically the same, but it's more of it. So we're going to ask you one more series of five questions and uh, it's, it's going to count toward your total, but also against your total. Uh, So this is the bonus round and i'm also at the same time looking for the 
the History of the U.S. Civil War podcast. Uh, so get ready. Really focus because we're in the bonus round. Now, now this bonus round is, is, is counting for you uh, exactly as all of the other questions that you've already answered correctly and incorrectly. Right. So buckle up. Because it counts just like every other thing. It's exactly the same. But it's bonus. But it's bonus. <laughs> I cannot wait. Never, ever gets old. If that ever gets old for you, go delete all your episodes. <laughs> never show your face. Go, so, go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> go away. This is all we have. <laughs> There's a bonus question? I, I, I always liked it when guys would be like, oh, you guys fucking curse me. I'm like, yeah, you're not listen anymore stop listening <laughs> go you're away you're literally not allowed to listen <laughs> you're, anymore you're literally <laughs> not welcome like we don't we, want we you don't to want you yeah, go we do, we do away so the progression is basically like i'm thinking like some guys find the guild first like like for you ross did you find the guild first or the podcast first but you were an early were you an ngr guy who came over yeah no I was, that's where i started and uh, there from from that to guild to to podcast so yeah, I was I was on early. I lurked for for a long time, mostly because um, work had net nannied my board game geek for a while. Right. So, but so, uh, once so what, once that what, got lifted, what what's your assessment of, def, of the gradual progression of the podcast through our different epochs? Uh, I think we're at the the end maximum state right now. How can you do any better? Yeah, I think I think the whole thing with the mystery host thing was kind of like an epiphany for us, where that really kind of blew it up. So don't don't oh, be humble, that. Dave. This was all Dave's idea. Well, only because a certain person was driving me fucking. <laughs> now the, the 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 guest host format is is the betting that had happened to it. This is a uh, um yeah you know, the that that and the the embracing of garbage time is uh That's right. was, was key. Yeah. Yeah, I think once we realize that's that, really that, garbage time is really all we have. The 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 worst the the episodes that I thought like I know it's going to be a good episode when we finish I'm like oh that was fucking terrible. <laughs> like when I'm like I'm like I really feel like like there's ones where we have guys where I get along really well with and I think it's going to be really good and I'm like that was great and guys are like meh it's okay. But then we have ones that I think are a complete train wreck and the listeners are like oh yeah dude that was great. those are those <laughs> are the best. And it is funny, like it's Brad, like rubbernecking. Like, like like Brad was kind of bummed out, I guess, about some of the stuff that happened with some of our traveler games, where he was drinking a bit. And then he then he listens, he goes back and listens to the all good episode where I got cross eyed drunk, and uh, <laughs> and he's like, oh geez, I don't feel bad because I, I was kind of like, hey dude, don't worry about it, fuck. Because my philosophy has always been like, if you're drunk, who gives a fuck? Like. At least you're loose and like I don't like the guy who's like, oh, I'm gonna have one drink because I don't want to embarrass myself. I really like the guy who's gonna get loose and just have yep. fun. And I'm, so, I'm uh, literally living my best life. So I give him that speech, and then he's like, oh, dude, I just listened to your uh, uh, podcast with All Good. Now I don't feel so bad. You were like completely drunk. I'm like. Now you're going to fucking bust my balls about it? I just fucking told you. <laughs> I love Brad. I love Brad. But it was just so funny. Like, Brad's one of my favorite guys. It was just like, I was like, fuck, dude. Like, the whole point is that if you say some stupid shit and you act like an idiot, 
in the day, the next day, you're like, dude, I was drunk. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yep. You're on board. Yep. You're, you're fucking good. I get it. You were drunk. Who cares? So anyway. I can barely feel my face right now. So we're on bonus question. Bonus oh, question. we're still doing the quiz. All right. This is this is a this is a ship piloted by drunk idiots. <laughs> we're still on course. Look out for the fog bank. But, but we're not pirates. That's right. We're privateers. Oh, that, there we go. We have a letter of mark. Let's do That's this. Right. <laughs> so uh, the first question is, uh, basically, the it is who fucking said ship? <laughs> and honestly, honestly, Bra- Braxton, is, Braxton is pretty clean living. And as clean living as he is, he gets really dirty on him. The quizzes. I'll do the Oh, Jesus. Say that Absolutely. again? Who fucking said that shit? That's the question. Wow. All right, kids. We're not going to be, this is not going to be part of Common Core. Sorry, folks. So for each listed, oh, then he says, tell us how the bonus works, Jason. Just, I mean, he basically walks us through it. <laughs> Thanks, Jackson. We appreciate it. <laughs> we do need reminders. We already did it, though. For each listed quote, name the person is attributed to. All right, Ross, you ready? Who, who, <laughs> sure. Who fucking said this shit? Oh, Are you man. ready? I came, I saw, I conquered. All right. Julius Caesar said that fucking shit. Actually, it's true, but technically that's probably a Latin teacher who translated it from Latin. Julius Caesar speaking <laughs> English. So, a, a, a Latin a scholar. Vinny, Vinny, Vici, I know. <laughs> but yeah, so that's good. That's one right. It is not the custom of kings to kill kings. Uh, Here's a hint. You can ask for a hint. Ooh, 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 phone hint. What do I got? Twelfth century. Uh, I still got nothing. Uh, Saladin. Okay. S- Saladin. Sure, Saladin. Who's a good guy? Yeah, I mean, he didn't kill kings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you're a king, you're in good shape, sure. Probably, yeah. Probably the Muslim's last good general, Saladin. There we go. Let me die in this old uniform in which I fought my battles. May God forgive me for ever having put on another. And I have a hint. May God forgive me for having put on another. Um, yeah, I'll take the hint. 18th century. 18th century. Uh, Let me die in this old uniform in which I fought my battles. Make, feel free to brass and not press the button while you're thinking, like when you're not actually speaking. All right, there you go. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is me on, on the shuttle in the airport when I think I'm listening in on people. I'm literally staring at them like, uh, uh. I'm like, honey, did you hear what they said? She's like, my wife is like, you're, you're the worst secret agent in the world like they see you, you're staring at them you're like, staring your mouth Stop is open it. like a slack-jawed yokel <laughs> let me die in this old uniform in which i fought my battles may god forgive me for ever having put on another. and god may forgive you sir this nation will not that's me that's my quote i added my own quote at the end <laughs> put a little spin on it God, i'm such an idiot I'm sure it'll make perfect sense when you tell me the answer because I got nothing. Ben- Benedict Arnold. Uh, okay. mm. yeah. Yeah. It makes perfect sense now. 
I yield to no man in sympathy, a gallant man under my command, gallant men under my command, but I am obliged to sweat them tonight so that I may save their blood tomorrow. I yield to no man in sympathy for the gallant men under command, but I'm obliged to sweat them tonight so that I may save their blood tomorrow. Hint, it's in the 19th century. 19th century. Uh, let's go Stonewall Jackson. Got it. Nailed it. Nice. nice. He, he drove those zombie Union troops. <laughs> yeah, it's the, 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 the foot cavalry, right? Sure. The Union foot cavalry. They, they were in the West somewhere, I think. Like Texas or something? The here's this, this They the did final. good work. The military doesn't start wars. Politicians start wars. Uh, That's, uh, is, that the, is that the 20th century? Jason, there's no hint, but Jason, you might know this one. Is, is it the 20th yeah. century? There's no, I'm not authorized to do that. Okay, no hints on this one. No hints. Uh, how about our... Uh, uh, I'm Sounds of Why don't we go with our patron, our patron saint of uh, Westmoreland? You're correct, William Westmoreland. Nicely. Nice. Sorry, I didn't. So I, 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 didn't I didn't mean for the 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 hint there, but no, I don't re- think that was him. Couldn't resist. No, I think I think Ross is like in, hints will have no effect on it. It's just <laughs> zero to yeah, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm la- laser focused. That's right. I dig it. So that was good. Uh, did really well on bonus. Bonus actually yeah. held up. Yeah, I have nine out of twenty. That's all right. Almost good. fifty. Almost fifty percent. Pretty good. I'll take it. I'm, I'm, I strive for mediocrity in all things. <laughs> and it's also five better than I would have done. So there's that. So Ross, we played a little bit of Axis Empires. What do you think of the Axis Empire system? We did, we did Totala Craig, I think we just did Barbarossa, kind of running through the beginning parts. Yeah, no, and, it was... Uh... And Ross, I don't know why when you're listening to me, you feel like I have to press the button. I, I was just... Perfect. <laughs> now, now, now you can talk. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be like okay. a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, the system is actually really cool. Um, I, I want to get more into the card play. I mean, the... the the actual, you know, air quotes, wargaming, you know, Pex Encounter, CRD is all pretty straightforward stuff. Um, but right, it's, it's basically like a 1D6 and like like maybe 12 columns, like CRT, right? So it's like... Yeah, and the support stuff is so so easy. It's, it's you know, hey, I'm going to do something. And if I have a counter, no, you're not. And we'll figure out when we get them back. Um but it's it's really the, the the card system. It's it's like a, I think you said it before. It's like a choose your own adventure system. Yeah, and, and and I know we you know the, the combat system seems easy enough that it's not going to get in the way of sort of the grand sweeps that you can do with the you know with with the with the cards and the diplomacy system. Yeah, I, I, I really want to dig into that. No, I think yeah, I think it's interesting because you get some cards. You're like, well, why the fuck would I ever do this? And then later on, you're like, oh, now I understand that card because. This other shit's going to happen. I mean, the political system is actually very complicated. It's simple, but there's like all these statuses for nations, and so like different nations yeah. will have different it's like statuses. A ta- 
tables on top of goals and right. you know roll this and then roll that. It's it's it seems kind of right. layered. So, but I so you're definitely in on the uh, the AAC con Axis Empires double that's, double game. That's that's my thing. That's about the only there's thing like I'm, a, I'm putting down for. So that's literally all you have down. And yeah. and that's kind of intentional. <laughs> I, but, but, I, I I want to try to maybe get Accessor's game in because you know, like I said, the the idea of uh, of rugby with Alexander the Great's body sounds really cool. Um, but I, I don't want to plan too much. I mean, I, if I have everything planned, then I'm going to end up going over on something. I, I think that's be... a smarter way to do it, like plan minimalist, because it's always going to be guys, and you're going to meet guys. The best part about it is kind of like. You like the podcast, you like the guild, then you're going to come in and you're going to meet these guys where you're like, oh, that's Dr. Rocket or that's Magneto or this is Benison Man. And you're going to start to realize, oh, these guys are all fucking great guys. And some of those guys you're going to like really click with. There's going to be one or two guys where you're going to be like, yeah, this is my buddy. So this is the guy. And so then you guys, so the mistake some guys make is I think they try to sign up for too much shit on the dance card and fill it up. Where the reality is, we're looking at, there's going to be like 45 to 50 guys there. So there's going to be a ton of guys playing games. Yeah, my goal is to, the only stuff I really want to try to maybe book is shit that I would not get to play otherwise. Anything else, like if I can probably do it on Vassal with somebody at some point, I don't want to book con time to do that. I'd rather bullshit or or pick it up um, or find something that is only going to shine when we're drinking and, and having a good time. Well, I mean, the interesting thing, too, is you're hopping into that Axis Empires game. So that's like putting you right into the middle of the whole guild culture where you have Claystone, fucking Pete Gade, like uh, Medicine Man. Like These guys are all in this game. So I think it'll be fun. You'll enjoy it. Um, I, I cannot wait. Yeah, so I mean, that's one of the cool things. Like, even if you maybe were a lurker and you weren't even into it, like, if guys want to come in, maybe they don't want to participate in the guild as much, uh, you can always email us at aacconvention at gmail.com. But I want to be sure that you're actually somebody who listens to the podcast or participates. So uh, I would send you like a quick question. And if you can answer that question within 20 to 30 minutes based on podcast content, um, we would send you an invite. So it's we've talked about it before. It's not really about the fact that it's a wargaming convention in Texas. Any douchebag can run a fucking wargaming convention in the middle of Texas. <laughs> or in Arizona, <laughs> wow. for that matter. You know, I mean, it's about guys who are... To, so guys, the, the problem is if you think you're just going to come and... You're going to be within a group of guys who like have this whole different culture. So we're almost doing it for your own good. Like, trying to, like yeah. Not, yeah, you know we're, what I mean? Like, we're doing an AAC convention. We're not doing a board gaming convention. It's right. it's it, pretty it, different. It, it's yeah, like no, a, it's we we happen to play war games as part of mm-hmm. the Advance After Combat Guild. It's not right. a war gaming convention. That's right. per se. So it's a typical guildy. I could say, "Hey, on what episode did this thing happen?" I'd be like, in like I tried it when we were doing Vassal. I had a like a like a, a like a, a trivia question, and they all got it. And like they were like, "Oh, that was that episode." That's awesome. Like I mean, they just knew nice. right away. So, uh, and it's not because like it, it it's just because we have a culture, and if you're not in on the culture, you might be. One hundred and twenty dollars is a lot to pay for something where. You're going to feel like yeah. you're not included. And we don't want that for you. So we don't want you to be the guy like who set up the Star Wars Rebellion game. And then Jesse goes to play thinking that then that'll be the end of the game. And we 
and get some other games on there, and you just set up the game mm-hmm. and just sit there. Mm-hmm. That means it's yeah. not going to happen ever again. So, all right, that's mm. it. So, but great job on the quiz. What was the final quiz? Nine out of twenty. This is a, this is a pretty boozy podcast. I think this episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have a headache in the morning. Yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, hey, so I, I while I was up in training, uh, I was playing with Ross, and I got another gift. I had a flare-up of gout. Do you but have gout? I, ah, I, 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 never, I, I never had gout before. But now I'm a devil as fuck. I have gout. Oh, wow. So, so that was, ties into something I do want to talk about, but talk about gout. So, so it, my foot kind of swelled up and I was like, like I had a, we were going out, like we're on like, whatever we are per diem. So we go out to like have steak and lobster and shit. And I'm like, fuck, my fucking foot is like hurting me a little bit. Like it's, I was worried that I worked out and maybe like my arch. And then I was like, my I'm, foot, I'm sure my, that's what it was. You're working out as what was hurting your foot. Well, I thought maybe running, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> but, <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> but, but, the running but, you did six months ago. But I. What the fuck, Jason? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I broke my toe last Friday. I'm very sensitive to feet issues right now. So, uh, my, but it felt very tight in my shoes. So it felt like my foot was swelling up. So I'm like, all right, this is some. And my dad has it, and I guess it's genetic. So I, I was, but the problem is, I was at this training thing. So for two weeks, like, and there were guys there who were like, oh, I have it too. So eat cherries or drink cherry juice or do this or whatever. So ibuprofen kind of calmed down. Then I went to the doctor's office. So I go into the doctor's office. I get like a four o'clock appointment with like some random guy. And the dude, the dude walks in, and right away is like, he, he wants to shake my hand. Mm. Like he comes in, like, hey, I'm doctor, whatever. And I'm thinking, like, I'm doing the math. Like it's four p.m. You've had like how many appointments? Like I'm not shaking your hand, dude. Like. <laughs> Like, like where is that hand been? You know what I mean? Like, like honestly, like we're at the end of the day. I don't know. Had had a proctology appointment before that. Yeah. 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 He's like, yeah, I'm basically he's basically a rectal explorer, and he's coming in and wanting to shake his hand. And I'm like, so then he's like, well, take off your shoe and your sock. And so I take off both of my shoes and socks so he can prepare the, the feet. And uh, he goes to examine my feet. He's touching no gloves, no nothing, oh. no plastic. Gloves. I'm like, that's oh. why I didn't shake your hand, you fucker, you dirty motherfucker. <laughs> so, uh, so he goes. He's looking at it. He's like, yeah, well, you know, based on what you're describing to me, he's like, there's this. It, it probably is like maybe a, a gout flare up or something. And it was very minor. But did, he's like, did he hand you a toga? Well, well, no. So here's what happened. So he's thumbing through like these. Uh, uh, pamphlets they have on the side counter. <laughs> so he goes, he's looking, he's like, he goes, well, I don't have a, uh, a gout pamphlet. So I'm like, well, what, what should my diet be? Like, should I adjust my diet? Because he's like, it's a protein diet thing. If you eat a lot of protein, I eat a lot of meat. So he's like, you want to probably, so I'm like, well, what, what should I adjust to? He's like, yeah, I can't find the pamphlet. He goes, uh, but you might want to just search it on the internet. You did. So, so your your doctor couldn't find the pamphlet. So to I'm like diagnose you. So I'm like, you I'm like literally, so I'm literally like, I go. So 
I guess I'm getting my $10 fucking copays money's worth right now. I said, where do you want me to fucking search on the internet, dude? I said, Snopes? Should I look up on Snopes? Or I said, how about the Scientology website? Should I look up fucking... I mean, just tell me to search on the fucking internet for how to find a diet for this shit. So that's what medicine's become now. So there we go. I like it. It was ridiculous. I couldn't believe that's, it. Yeah. It'll, it'll a shitload of time. Just go WebMD, man. <laughs> it's yeah, but hurts. he didn't say yeah. WebMD. He just goes, I, he goes, I would suggest just searching gout diet on the internet. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So what the fuck? But so, they drew blood. They drew blood. Later on, they said, yeah, you've got a lot of uric acid, so probably. So what do you have to stay away from? I don't know. I guess it depends on what website I go to. Booze and beef. <laughs> I think I think that's it. No, nope. no more booze and no more beef. No, I think they say red wine, red meat. Uh, I'm just doing like who knows. Let's be honest. I'm not doing anything. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Just like, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. So, let's we, enjoy. We... Let, we'll enjoy me while I'm still on this. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's just do that. So what, what what you're enjoying is leading you to something in a few years, and I'm I'm very jealous and upset by all of your retirement talk. Are you really retiring in three years? I think that's quite possible. I will retire. <gasps> in three years. So so in three years, you'll be retired, and I'll have a five year old. But you did that to yourself, dude. I, well, I didn't do that to myself. I can adopt some Korean kid. I can adopt a four year old <laughs> Korean kid. Maybe I'll do it wow. so you don't feel bad. Do you want me to do it? I would appreciate that. <laughs> and you'll be nearer to our our you know center of the country board gaming mecca. I'm I'm very jealous. Yeah, you're we'll gonna, see. You're going to be very young, retired. I've, I've talked to wife into. Well, I've got a second. I won't be fully retired because I do have something I can do afterwards. So uh, the, the 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 the. the Make a couple of dollars consulting gig after retirement. Well, the the funny thing is, once I'm retired, like up till now, I've been pretty mellow on the podcast. Just wait till I'm retired. Oh, I know. I'm I'm <laughs> so looking forward. I have a list of questions I'm going to ask you on there's the so podcast many, once you're like, retired. Like, there's so many stories that I can't tell. I, I want to know how to get away with this and that. <laughs> I'm looking so forward to things. it. There's so many things. Can this on once we we do that though? It's three years. So what are we at? We're, we're approaching four years. Are we four years now? Something like that. Yeah. June two thousand thirteen. Yeah. June two thousand seventeen. Yeah. So we'll see, boys. We'll see what happens. We'll have fun. Um, I'm excited. I'm rooting for you. Yeah. I'll invite you guys over. You guys can come over. Sweet. Ross, even you can come, but don't bring your fucking kids because I don't want to deal with all that shit. Nah, me neither. <laughs> Seriously. So, Ross, how many kids do you have right now? I have three. But I have, you have a, an old. You have an older boy. No, I got. I got a guy in college, and I decided for some reason to start over again. So I have a mm. six-year-old and, and a three-year-old. Solidarity. <laughs> you now, and me both. Is, yeah. this, is, is, is this all the same mom? No, different mom. Okay. Holler, so, yeah. You, we're yeah. on the we're on the same plan. We were on the you same website. Up, you went for the upgrade. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I upgraded. Although I have a, I have a pair of of three uh, and mother in laws, so it's oh, wow. uh, it's Ooh. it's fascinating. But the food is great. Bibimbap. Oh yeah. Um, 
The right. little, little uh, we, every, every summer is a giant Galbi barbecue. Oh, yeah. That's oh, so good. Korea, if only for its red pepper paste, be protected mm. at all costs. Mm. I think it's a critical. They have the best <laughs> red yeah, pepper paste. It's yeah. the most incredible hot sauce. I'm not even a big spicy guy, but they're, oh, my God. My, my mother-in-law makes such good shit. Yeah, it's great. We have a bulgogi house near us, and they do a great job. We love it. So. All right, got that. Like, uh, and again, so we're have we gotten into any war game stuff at this point? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, not really. Yeah. Literally, I'm going to tell you. Last night, Pete and I got on for ASL. We talked for three hours. We never played a single second of ASL. That's that's the best. My buddy Matt that, and I, nice. like a like a month and a half ago, got together to play. I think Twilight Struggle, and we set it up. We dealt the first hand, and then drank five bottles of wine. Instead wow. of, instead of no, that's, good. that's good. That's good. Oh, I, I called in sick the next day. I was so hungover. Yeah, it was right. awful. If you guys were face to face, one of you would have been pregnant at the end of the game. No, we were face to face. Luckily, his <laughs> wife was there. Oh, it, really? it got it got a little cuddly, but yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I, I yeah, I Ubered home. Five's five's a good number. It, I was pretty drunk. Yeah, that's good. So um, I don't know. Hey, hey, have you guys seen this thing where uh, uh, Ralph and Pete and Jeff Newell have started their own gaming company? Yeah, and I'm a little jealous they didn't ask us if, they, if we wanted to be included on that. I'm hurt. We're, 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 we're the future of wargaming. Don't they know that? We're not going to hype it too much, but I mean, it's the medieval game, I guess. So yeah. they're looking at kind of redoing a redo on it. So I guess check that out. Yeah, that looks sure. looks interesting. I haven't I haven't played the original, but they they say it's fun. I mean, you, they know, have uh, you could even play test it if you email aacconvention at gmail dot com. Oh, that's right, because it's going to be playtested at, con- at the convention. Right? I signed up for it. Yeah. If, if we allow that, we're not going to allow any playtesting. <laughs> no, no vendor tables. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you know what HGN stands for? Uh, I I feel like it's an amalgamation of their last names. Yeah, I was there. There was some fun guessing. It was like hot, I, girl, I, hot girly nipples or something. I think it's like Hood Games, something. Hood, hood gaming games. night, I think. Hood, hood game night. That's right. Yeah. Like, like neighborhood. Yeah, because apparently Jeff near Jeff lives near a bunch of people who actually play games and have a good time, and and it's a hood. Oh yeah, I'm sure Jeff lives in a really rough area. Of town. I'm I'm passing judgment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. The Wi-Fi they're they're the worst. <laughs> they're terrible. They're terrible fiber optics. That that Google Google fiber is just terrible. That's right. That's right. It's so, not a uh, Whole Foods within miles. <laughs> so Jason, have you been playing any games, or what have you been doing? So I played a game on. Uh, Wednesday night, and I played a game before that in March. <clears throat> so yeah, I've been playing a lot of games. No, no, I haven't. I've <clears throat> I've been traveling a lot, and uh, yeah, this, just this just was, this was just not know, giving I, a shit in general. So this I'm, was a tough month because it was like I literally <laughs> no, we, around the this is like the only the, <laughs> the only span of four hours we could find where both of us had any free time. 
Ross, you better have a fucking awesome game review. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so the, the the one I've only played like twice solo is uh, yeah, that's Google fine. That cut it. Hey. Yeah, yeah, that's already fine. not sounding good. Already because, not sounding because, very good. Because my question was going to be: Should I review dumb shit or even dumber shit? That's that's my two choices. Even dumber. Uh, yeah. So I've that's been, my that's my vote. I've been drinking a lot um, and eating a lot of really good food and a lot of really shitty food watch out for um, the gout watch out for the gout i i feel like i'm getting there like i'm trying to you know stay on the treadmill and trying to trying to run off all the the rum but it's not working very much um uh, but why, I, why why are you making it all about the treadmill you, you have to, like, <laughs> i don't get on the treadmill i'm i'm getting on the treadmill but it's like we said earlier i get to where i'm like okay i can sit down and i can read rules and then I open the rule book and I'm kind of cross-eyed or I read the same paragraph five times and realize, oh, I'm not retaining any of this. And then I go to bed. That's right. That's right. So, so hopefully I'll learn the U.S. Civil War before October. Uh, in the meantime, I'm hoping to play some solo games I've already played before. Because, yeah, it's, it's been rough lately. All right, so Ross, you're going to do a review. Ross, you better say this. <laughs> you're you're carrying the weight. Ross, what are you reviewing? I, I can I can do like one and a half. No, I don't. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to see. I don't want to hear. I can do. You, what you are you reviewing? What 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 am I do? What am I what doing? What are you I'm going doing, to I'm review? Doing, I am reviewing Fire in the Sky by mm. MMP. Oh, good, nice. And what's your half What's your half review? My my half review is, is Kemet. Not really a, a war okay, game, but there's there's a lot of killing going on. So I'm I'm gonna do a half review on your back end for Victory Rose. Because awesome. I've noticed that we have not reviewed that. But first I'm gonna go eat a drink. Hey, by the way, uh I thought that who is it? Was it Jeremy that had the best point about the podcast where he was drunk? And he was driving home. I don't know if he was driving. <laughs> I think he was being Ubered. I'm he was, sure he, he was being Ubered. He was Ubering home. He, he was, was lifting home because he's But he was like, he was like, when I listened, <laughs> no one uses like, Uber anymore. He's like, when I listened to the podcast, drunk, suddenly it became very clear. Like, suddenly we're like English gentlemen chatting, wearing like uh, smoking jackets. <laughs> it's like, pit, pit. Yeah. Cheerio. So, yep. so maybe, maybe the problem is not that, uh, we're drunk. Maybe the problem is that listeners aren't drunk enough. So I, just I, I agree. Keep drinking, and it will all start to make sense. Yep. Right. So. Yeah, it's not us. It's you. Go but on yourself. that note, I'm going to go to drink. So, <laughs> do we want to break for a drink, or do we want to? I I could break. I get up, I might fall down. So I'll stay here. <laughs> I'm gonna break. That's fair. Because I don't want Ross to start because I want to be super critical of his review, and I want to like like constantly like snipe at him while he's trying to do it. So <laughs> I, I don't want to miss any part of it, and then have him be like, "Oh, I already talked about that." So, so we'll be right back. All right. After so, these so, messages, we'll so be right back. Stand by, Ross. And Ross, feel free to leave whatever messages you want. So. Right. All right, I'm back. Ross, you still here? You still I am Ross? still here. H have you been taking furious notes for your review? <laughs> I have. I've been preparing. So, Ross, what do you what do you think your favorite episode of the podcast is? What's your all time favorite? Do you have a favorite? I'm not sure. Hey, hold on one second, Dave. 
No, I won't. Yeah, I'm you got to. Sorry, I'm we, not going to hold up. We could talk. As a quick update, I literally almost pissed myself, and I'm on a whiskey now. So, so we'll, you just you you held on too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I waited just a scotch too long. The only time that happens to me is when like. Uh, you're you're heading to a bathroom and your body starts to get excited exactly your, your body knows and then you're like oh, oh, oh. It, it's all full we're like i don't know if we can stop it at this point evacuate evacuate <laughs> but i'm drinking whiskey so things should should go uphill from here so i'm working on science projects for my daughter right now so we had this cool thing where we thought we were going to do these pulleys we're going to need pulleys like uh Show how the pulley system works where you can have a four by four pulley mm-hmm. or lifting. And I had to build like this wooden frame for the pulleys to hang from. And uh, I mean, I might be an idiot. Like, I, I'm, I'm reasonably <laughs> handy, but I did not know that two by fours are not two by four. Yeah. There's, if I wasn't so drunk, I could remember the name of what they call that. It's, it, but it's one, an inch and three quarters by. Yeah, by they're three and three quarters. They're basically two by four, I guess, when they're green wood, and then before they're frosted. Finished. Yeah, because I don't know. I mean, I was kind of like, I was disappointed. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you do have to account for that. But I had some old two by fours, so I'm like, all right, we'll just do some two by fours, and then then you feel like an idiot when you start measuring. Like it's, <laughs> you're like, it's it's one and a half by three and a half. It, it doesn't it doesn't add up. What what I miss? Yeah, that's right. So, so I was irritated by that. But <laughs> I, I did it. I can imagine. But I built a frame. Basically, it's one of these things where my wife and I are sitting in the garage on a, a weekend building a science project, and the kids we make them be out there, but they're like riding around on their scooters and bikes. I'm like, will you get the fuck over here and pay attention to your actual fucking science project? Like, like they're like, nah, can't, nah, nah. can't be we're getting, we're getting pissed about it, and. uh they have nothing to do with it. Like we're we're basically doing the science project. You know, it's like I refuse to do that. My my ten year old is like, oh, I have homework due tomorrow. Well, you're you're fucked. Oh, you, you have a report on von Steuben that you've been working on for six months that you're telling me about right now. Uh, good luck. Good luck. Yeah, lesson learned, right? But yeah. I, my my wife does not do that. My wife will always come in. We have to, we have to, Got to, we have to order all the, the day. We have to order all the pulleys. And I'm always like, <laughs> who the fuck is doing this project? I'm, we always have these conversations. So. Your your kids go to a, a different school than my kids go to. I, I want my kids to go to your kids' school. Yeah, <laughs> like the one I went to. Where exactly. I'm like, I, I exactly. went, dude, I, I went to the sixth class we did an open house yesterday and, and our area of california is pretty pretty nice and the school district's really good so we we, we say affluent it's very affluent well they they have all this stuff of like ancient egypt and romans versus this is in sixth grade i'm like i didn't learn this shit sixth grade Are you kidding yeah. me? like my sixth grade teacher was making fun of me for being left-handed right there you go yeah it. yeah it was a different time so that's why when we're talking about retiring, we're gonna I'm gonna retire a little bit early so I can move my girls out to uh, a more a more rural yeah, area. Yeah. And I'm like, I told my wife, I'm like, dude, they're gonna be valedictorians if they <laughs> show up. <laughs> yep. I did I did tell my wife and she said, 
his his girls are going to be so shocked by the difference. I said, hey, it'll be good for them. It'll be fine. It is good. Everybody, yeah. everybody should have a change of environment. I think exactly. Good. Yeah. I didn't go to the same school for the whole year until I was in seventh grade. They can right. Uh, they right. can mix it up a little bit. My, my only worry is that my young one will run off a cliff with a bug laying on the shoulder. <laughs> like, and I'm like... I'm like, you're going into like your mosquito territory. Like this is like <laughs> fireflies. Like you cannot just leap off a cliff if a bug lands on you. Like, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see how it goes. It'll be yeah. fun. Don't, don't yeah. love it. It'll be, be And I won't be working, so I'll be loving it even more. And then I can forward my address to everybody and all you guys can come move out to where I live. So, I dig it. There's good beer out there. Sounds like a plan. Everything's cheaper, dude. So, all right. So, uh, all right, Ross, you ready for this? Sure. Uh, are we still doing a podcast? Yeah, like, <laughs> is there a format to this thing? It, it is. Some, some... It is. It occurred to me that it is similar to like how Pete and I were, where we're talking for, and after three hours, I'm like, dude, we have not even done one single move. <laughs> like, we just had we haven't done the thing we've done. We came here to do. This is bad, but I mean, we're all friends, right? So that's the key. You're finding a group of friends. Yeah, so, it's yeah. it's a fine excuse to get together. So Whatever. Ross, if you had to pick a guy in the guild that you think is like your your solid guy, your bromance partner, who who you play games with the most? Ah, uh, that's tough. So so the I don't want you. You can pick more than one guy if you want to hurt someone's feelings. Yeah, uh, no. I mean, the, the the medicine man is 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 my my daytime gaming guy. Oh, good. Because awesome. I can get uh, if I get some some daytime daytime off work from home time, yeah. I'll uh, I'll definitely jump in there when the kids aren't running around. That's uh, that's definitely definitely solid. So have you ever met? You've never met medicine man in person. No, never never met him in person. Oh, we've we've played. Awesome. We, yeah, we played he's, a couple uh, games of. Oh yeah, no, he's he's uh, yeah. I'm I'm a fan. And then uh, my, my my East Coast evening partner. Um, until uh, I switched jobs and, and the kids started getting crazy and the three-year-old ditched the crib for a big boy bed um, was uh, was rent boy. But uh, oh, I, I, I haven't been able to put, a, put an evening game together in a while. So Yeah, that, it's all about like when you – definitely when you and Medicine Man hook up, I'm sure you guys are going to be like solid. So that's good. No, I, I, I cannot wait to meet the man. Yeah, that's good. And that's how it was for us and – I play bromance parties for Rocky Horror He bailed me out totally because I was in this fucking Devil's that Cauldron game. game. And like, and I'll say, like, I thought I was kind of an experienced gamer. And and this is before we even did the podcast. And Jason was basically like, "Yeah, I'll play all these other guys." And Jason, did you even know the rules? Uh, I I read them. I. I was traveling the week before, so I I read the rules on the plane trip to and from where I was, wherever I was going. But yeah, no, so I, playing, I hadn't I hadn't played it before the con. I, here's how like like innocent I was like so it's Devil's Cauldron. We're playing it. Uh, well, Jason both, and same thing. right? It was Devil's Cauldron and where where you right. there. That's right. That's right. Where you there was the south side. I had no clip. I had no tweezers. I didn't know. Like, back to like God forbid. Could, like you cannot go into those games. I mean, they're twisting every unit as it as it activates. So the guy I was playing against got mad at Dave for not using the dice tower because Dave. If you've played uh, with Dave in person, Dave has a different style of rolling dice, and and this guy did not like it at all. 
Oh, because I would and drop it, him on the yeah. table. Like that guy. And in force. And they were both good guys. And, and I didn't like that his belly was pushing units around <laughs> the table under his t-shirt. Oh. It's it's what I'm aspiring to. That's that's my that's my retirement. But yeah, so that was it. So we did that that first game probably three or four days at fucking CSW. And it was uh, love. All it Devil's was, Cauldron. It was Devil's Cauldron and Fuzzy's Tacos and beer. Oh yeah. And yeah. and and we we hugged it out and it that's was right. yeah. I remember Beautiful you on the man. phone with Marshall. Liter- literally and Marshall's like Marshall's like Marshall's like, is he cool? Is he a you're like, you're like you're like no, he's cool, dude. <laughs> like, Marshall's like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? Uh, anyway, yeah. All right, all right, so Ross, here we go. It's Are we reviewing games? Yeah, this yeah, is your right. time to shine. Sure, uh, shine. Don't, don't don't fuck this up, Ross. Here you go. Uh, it's too late. I'm, I'm uh, turning over. The, I'm handing over the controls to you. Here you go. All righty. So, Fire in the Sky, um, a Pacific War full theater game. Um, I look at it like a step down sideways from empire of the sun it's a oh, that, that's in, that's interesting so it's more it's, abstract or it's it's more so so they, they completely ignore the fact that you know china was a thing and and hmm. barely anything in in the cbi which kind of even okay. just starts off rubbing me the wrong way so it's all pacific war basically yeah it's it, it's all pacific war and, and it, it's it, so Empire of the Sun, I'm a huge fan, and it's it's very strategic, and you know feels like you're sitting at the very very highest level. Yeah, great, um, great game. Really yeah, good. no, it's it's fantastic, and and Fire in the Sky is good too, but it's more of a um the 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 battles are you're you're gonna spend more time actually rolling out the battles. The, the, the individual, like, all right, laying out my ships, and here's what this ship does to this ship, and here's how many air points go bomb this battleship and bomb this destroyer squadron than you're going to do in, in something like Empire of the Sun. So it's, yeah. it's a really, really different feel than, uh, um, than, than Empire of the Sun. It's gorgeous as hell. If you're a, if you're a you know, component Hua, the <laughs> giant one-inch tiles are... Awesome. Um, the, the, now, are, now, are we fans of the big tiles? Absolutely. Like I, know, I know lock and load or flying pig games, whatever, is big into the big. They like the big counters. Are we all fans of the big counters or no? I go back and forth. I, I like the idea. Sometimes the execution is wanting. It, I mean, it depends. You're, you're not. You're never going to do like a monster game with big tiles. It's just, you know, it's not feasible. But if you're looking at something for, you know, if you're going to go to that reductionist, you know, more abstracted game, absolutely. There's no reason to use smaller tiles at that point. Like, I love the No Retreat series from GMT. Um, right. Yeah, it's, it's the same kind of thing. So, basically, how does combat work in the game? Combat works. So, th- th- there's pretty standard movement then uh, there's a, there's a an operational movement and then there's a or there's a, a like a strategic movement then an operational movement uh, and the operational movement is where you'll have the the combat um, so it's actually that they call it the deployment phase and then operational movement is where you'll go actually try to 
go make trouble. Um, and then combat actually has a separate battle board where you'll get you'll set out your task force, you'll fight for air superiority with your air points, and then whoever gets air superiority or air supremacy will get bonuses, and then there'll be an airstrike round where you'll do anti-aircraft fire and airstrikes on the ships or the ports or whatever it is you're trying to hit. And then um, and then you'll resolve surface combat. So it's this incredibly like layered we lost. damage and come back. Keep going. Did you lose me? Yeah, we lost you for a second, but keep going. No, okay. I'm, not, I'm I'm hearing him fine. I got him fine. Don't do it. So okay. it's so it's like a like look when the air so the air power is the air fight first. Yeah, the the, the, the air fights the air fights first. So you you actually have to like prepare the the battle board you put if it's a carrier task force it goes in one spot if it's a a bombardment task force it goes in a different spot um then you do combat if there's any air combat that all gets resolved first and they you you lay out who's going to be you, know, you lay out the different air steps and and what they're what they're going to strike and you figure out what the who who gets air superiority or supremacy and then once you have that, then you can go. Um, then you go into the strikes. You know who, who's who's actually going to be targeted. Um, then there's any aircraft. Then you actually roll the strikes. And then if you get to it, there's surface combat. So it's it's a whole lot of layers to resolve one battle. So how it. does how does how does the end result feel? Does it feel like it it, it feels a little uh, kind of swingy, but in a good way. Um, where you know you can get a run of dice, it, it it feels more like you're playing the Pacific War or Midway movie. Like you're you're more in it for resolving the battles and seeing what happens with the battle resolution than you are for the grand strategic movements of okay, I'm moving, you know, uh, Nimitz's it, fleet it, over right. here. It's it's about sinking ships, right? Like you're enjoying sinking ships, like you're, yes. you're nailing them and they're going down. A ab absolutely, it's it's less about the. the I mean, to win it, the territory control, and there's 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 a layer of strategy. As you know, it's not like you're going to a tactical naval game or anything like that. There's there's it's almost like a a semi tactical game on top of a, you know, all right. I'm going to go for, you know, I'm, I'm going to base my fleet here and the air is going to have, have, you know, I'm going to base my fleets at truck in Guadalcanal and try to get Port Moresby. Um, that's all still there, but the, the, the heart is really in the, in the combat resolution. That's the way it feels. So when we get into like the activations, like how do the activations happen? Is it like, uh, are there cards or like what, what decides who goes when? No, it, it's a you know it, it's a, a it, it's a UI go kind of thing. There's no cards. Um, the the Japanese player has the limitation of oil points that they have to actually ship back to Japan. So they get like uh, I forget the number, but you, you get X amount of transport points, and you have to use some of those transport points to move your ground forces or ships around. And then if you want to react and actually go into a naval battle, you have to use oil points. And if you didn't ship the oil points back up to to Japan, you're not going to be able to use the ships. And each ship counter actually is is rated for how much it costs to move them. So like a destroyer squadron doesn't cost as much to move as the, the, the amount. And when we yeah. say cost to move, like cost in oil points? Or like yeah, cost in oil points, yeah. 
and and transport points i think yeah yeah so so the the and the, the american side uh, technically british too but it's really mostly the americans um they, they have unlimited oil points so they can they can react and and move in, in the reaction movement whenever they want um but they can get thin or the japanese has to be um in a sense of of protecting their transport points to be able to get the oil back and then use them to react like you never want to be in a spot where i don't have any oil to ship out and 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 the carrier strike force is coming yeah. for me a truck because the u.s we're, we're oil is fun uh we're totally oil. So, i we're mean texas was still a thing then yeah we're like fucking fuck you we have fucking tons of oil Fuck you all. It's, a, it's the whole thing was about, right? So overall, so I, what do you think? Like, have you played face to face? What you playing? I, I haven't gotten the face to face game in yet. That's um, I, I want to get a face to face or vassal game going of it. This is, you know, one of the few that I've played that hasn't been either reviewed or touched on the podcast yet. So that's why I picked it. I I like it. I think it's if you have and good and you, good for you, Ross. Good for you that you did that. I, I try. I'm trying to add more to the community here. Mm -hmm. I, I, I could have talked more about Combat Commander, but I could, you would have liked That's it. fair. Yeah, that's fair. So, no, it, it's a... Uh, I, I think it's a step up from... If you have someone who's interested in the Pacific and really digs the battle aspect of it, it's... The you know sort of that that mid range sort of sweet spot. It's it's pretty as hell. It's it's not a ton of rules. I think it's like 15, 16 pages. So it's not uh, it's not too bad. It has some optional chromey stuff that you can throw in there. Um, yeah, it, it's not the deepest strategic uh, level. It's uh, it it feels good. It's fun to play. Is and, it worth the high price that it? Yeah, it's it's out of print, and that that's sort of the one of the other reasons I wanted to bring it up is it's not um, like I I wouldn't pay like over a hundred dollars for it. Sure. It, it okay. looks great and all that. If if you can get a good deal or a good trade on it, if you're really into the Pacific, if you're looking for something that. You know, if if Empire of the Sun kind of leaves you flat, like, oh, okay, I have this great fleet engagement, and we both roll one die, and something happens. Like, if that sucks for you, then yeah, this is this is a good game. But if it's a but Empire of the Sun is pretty fucking awesome game. Oh no, I, I like I like Empire of the Sun much more than this game. I like this, but Empire of the Sun is is excellent. This is a like I said, if the there's complaints about Empire of the Sun where, you know, oh, hey, your B-17 squadron is, is you know, totally suppressing truck and I can't do anything because it's there. Um, yeah, there's, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's a really a, a legitimate concern, but this is more um, if you want to get down into the battles and and actually yeah. roll out the fleet engagements this is this is a much better way to do it and it does it really well yeah i i think that uh i would say that if i had to pick a game i think mark herman's best greatest achievement for me personally in wargaming is empire of the sun i think it's great oh i i totally agree it's, it's mean, a, totally you know, 11 agree. out of 10. like building up a, a complete system that understands all aspects of, of the war it was great 
No, I, I totally. I, I, Empire but I'm zone. a drunk. I'm a drunk idiot. So what the fuck do I? <laughs> we're all fucking no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. This is my, my, my message here is, you know, hey, this is this so, is a so really the, good game for what it does, so but the, it's not the, better. It's it's the tactical battles, like the, the small battles are good. Yeah, it's it's the if you really enjoy resolving what hey what happened at midway down to some detail, what happened at late down to right. some some detail, and you really enjoy that, then then you'll enjoy that. Yeah, well, it's it's a, like a a world of war was the same way. A world of war could like really create like really fun uh, battles, like tactical battles within the whole crazy gigantic strategic system which you're like well maybe we should just play that game because that seems like that's the fun part <laughs> like, so. yeah it's it, it's the same kind of thing i think the the you could just resolve the battle and enjoy it as much as you could the the whole strategic system so i think it's a yeah it, so, it's not so so stars one through ten stars uh, i'm gonna give it a seven Eight now, if you're a real component whore. Now, now the art, the art is unusual, right? It's got unusual art. It does. So the the back side, like so, the the not active side of the U.S. counters is a giant fucking bald eagle, and the oh. <laughs> yeah, subtle. It, it is it's America, and the the Japanese is a like a, is the chrysanthemum, so it's yeah it's very very evocative on on the backside of the counters. You know the big counters are really high definition and pretty. You flip them over and the the ship silhouettes there. Um, the, the map I could take or leave. It's sort of like a satellite photo. It's got like streams of clouds and stuff in it over the hex grid. Um, so it's it's but the 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 counter art is amazing. So yeah, it's a stars. It's a it's it's a solid seven eight if you're really into components or you like the idea of of rolling out the battles. All right, Jason, what do you got? You got a review or anything? What, what, what are you gonna do, Dave? I'll let you, I'll let you go first. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> I'm bastard. All right, so I've got I'm barely hanging on. I know. I know. We're just like this is. We're here. This is the monthly. Episode. We we did show up. And and it is semi. This is semi monthly, right? <laughs> it's right. it's almost one o'clock in the morning. And it, it, that's right. Well, for you, Ross, but let's, let's not be let's not be East Central. I mean, it's nine thirty-seven p.m. for us, so we're fine. So, Ross, but are you happy that you're finally a, a guest host on the podcast? It, it's it's been the greatest moment of my week. <laughs> This is your week? Okay, I'll take that. All right. That's fair. So I got Victory Roads. So uh, basically, real quick. I, I've been wanting to review this for so long and just I, I just can't get it on the table. I have not played every single scenario, so I'm not going to get to that. But let me just say in general, uh, I get that Liberty Roads is going to be always the king because you have the landings, and that's exciting. Um, Victory Roads is challenging because it's a tough game to review. Uh, solo because you have uh, players who have the same tactical chits. There's a lot of tactical chit stuff going on. And these Soviets are definitely the hard aggressors in this. So in a lot of scenarios, the Germans are falling back, constantly trying to retreat. So I don't, I don't know if it's like a, a super fun situation for them to be in, but 
Um, I think quality-wise, I enjoyed the game. I thought it was fun. I, I, I have played it quite a bit solo. And uh, while, while it might not be the best solo game, because you can obviously tell who has what chips or who has what uh, tactile chips, I think I would recommend the game on a limited basis based on the fact that uh, the quality is really good. And uh, I guess we just have to see. Because I don't have a fucking war game review for this thing. Because I haven't played in these fucking games. So. What, what, what's the longest scenario you've played? Because I, I have it too. I set up uh, the second shortest scenario. So how far have you gone with it? I, th- I think I played the full one. There was one where you have like from top to bottom, north to south. And I ran that one for a little bit, but wow, yeah, no, the the camping game is is nothing to fuck with, right? And and they start to like cut off the Soviets start to cut off German nuts, and Germans are trying to fall back, and then they have reinforcements showing up. So um, I think it's still great, though. I like the system. I really enjoy the system. So yeah, the system is great, and 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 the rules are. Are fairly portable from Liberty Roads over to Victory Roads, just obviously with the tweaks. Yeah, I mean the the the, the basic rules, how you move and how you fight, are are pretty much identical. Right. It's yeah, just the, the CRT it, is similar, where they have the blue columns and brown and yellow and all that stuff. Yeah, I love the CRT in that game. It's just that's one of my favorites. Yeah, the ability to kind of like move your your result on the CRT is really great. So, yeah, whatever. Super <laughs> Can you give it a rating? No, not yet. I will. I will not rate it. I will not rate it. <laughs> if only there was a convention that you could play this and 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 really give it. But I've been I've these Access Empires guy, so that's what we're playing. Um, maybe another one of those drop-in games. So Ross, what do you have, Dad? Do you have anything interesting or quirky, Dad, to the podcast? Or... To to the yeah, Victory Roads? Yeah. No, no, in general. What do you have? In, in let's, general, let's hear it. Come on, Ross, start riffing. I, I, I've been talking with mute, not unpushed. We're, we have a convention for four days. <laughs> and you're playing Axis Empires for three of them. Yes. Well, for... for Jesus it, it, fucking Christ, the, man. But it could easily end. It's gonna, I'm it playing Duel of Ages. End on the second day. I'm playing 18xx. And you're playing Axis Empires. Yeah, but what board games are you playing? Listen. Oh, I might not play Jason. Jason, not play the kids. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something. I might play the Grizzled. You don't know. You don't know wow, what I might okay. play at night. So I'm gonna play. Gonna I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play Polis. You gonna jump in the, the the late night naval war? Nope, that's too heavy for me. I'll be too drunk by then. Sorry, man. But Jason, to his credit, does play all of my non-player characters in my Dungeons Dragons game. <laughs> Although I think I might be busy that night. No, that's 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 the Duel of Ages night, and Duel of Ages wins over everything. No, well, uh, just I'm I'm looking forward to the state of the podcast speech, though. Oh, geez, that's all right. that, that was, that's going to be worth my airfare. That was good fun. <laughs>
Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so no oh. ratings. Whatever. I don't care. Not ratings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave. Seven. Everything gets a seven. Now I did play games on my you computer get a seven. today. You should, get a should seven. I rate my computer games? I mean, <laughs> I, yes. Tell me about the game you were playing earlier. Tell me about right, the so, war game so, you were playing earlier. Well there, well, there were no war games. So I was playing Brains, which is a uh, a card game. With on, an E and screen. an I. That the Brains. And like you kind of choose, like your advisor will come and say like, Hey, the people are trying to ride against you. Do you want to buy them off? Or you want to just like help? We'll slaughter them. You like slaughter them, and then it affects your ratings. So my girls and I were saying that. You're you're about to unleash my inner marshal. Oh, it was so good. Dude. <laughs> and then uh, and then we played Train Valley, which is just running trains all over, breaking them, stopping them, reversing them, laying track. So speaking of trains, I've been in Iowa for the last two weeks. Nice. All right. and, That's and lovely. I, and I tra- so in Des Moines, there are actually two okay. restaurants that if you're in Des Moines, you have to go to Zombie Burger. Zombie Burger has literally the ha- the best hamburger in the United States. Um, th- their food is really good. Yeah, my, my ex-wife is in North Liberty. You should go visit her. <laughs> I'll drop her line. I'll, I'll take her to dinner. I can expense it. So Zombie Burger has a hamburger that the buns are made out of grilled cheese sandwiches and also deep-fried macaroni and cheese, which oh is God. which is oh fucking, Baby Jesus. fucking ridiculous. Like, like, but, I'm sorry, oh. how, how, do you, how do you make it out of macaroni and cheese? How does that they, work? They, they form it into a patty and like freeze it and then bread it and deep fry it. So, so the sandwich part is mac and cheese. The the bread part. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh wow! Um, so because because Iowa is already great on just <laughs> pork fillet. Like, there are robust people. Like they have the, the like you can't find the places all have the fried pork fillet and it's incredible. Yeah, like they all they're the best pork. Yeah. So, no, it's the, so that sounds disgusting, and it's it, it's a no, little much. No, but, no, it sounds great. But their their hamburgers are really really good. I get um, the Planet Terror is really good. Um, so it's all it's called Zombie Burger. So it's all like horror movie themed. They have good local beers. They have decent cocktails. What what's what's the sandwich with the uh, macaroni and cheese? Bread? I I can't remember what it's called, but it's like the second one on the menu. But the planet tear is good. It's like caramelized onions and barbecue sauce and mushrooms and bacon. It's good. It's good. Um, the other place in Des Moines to eat is, uh, uh, I think it's called Fogo's or Fugo. I was literally there yesterday, um, but can't remember. But there's a pizza place that's also a tiki bar, uh, which is really good. And they have Asian themed pizza so they have like general sow's pizza and crab ragoon pizza oh, cool. uh, and it, it's actually as nice. ridi- as ridiculous as that sounds it, it it was actually really good and their drinks were really good um but back to the point uh so omaha which i flew into and out of last week um it is a plays a big part in the in the transcontinental railroad history um and, and they have a couple, well, I should say they have a few railroad museums in and around Omaha. 
but they're open from like four to six Monday through Friday, which for me makes like, it like four in the afternoon. Yeah, four p.m. to six p.m. What the fuck? <laughs> That's great visiting time. Yeah, which makes it very difficult when you when you land at six p.m. and uh, have to fly out at six p.m. Um, so I, I couldn't make it to the Union Pacific Museum there, but but maybe eventually I'll get there because. Uh, I have a thing for for railroads, Dave. Which I don't. I don't know if you're familiar I think with. You would, I think you like train <laughs> You need to buy train valves. If it wasn't on the computer, I spend ten hours every day on the computer. When I get home, I want to. I want to burn it. I don't think you would. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. No. Enough of that. Yeah. Do I have to review a game? Uh, absolutely not. You don't have to do anything. I don't have to. Yeah, you're you're you guys are like in charge here, so I I, I can though, and I will, um, because it's in it's in my notebook. I, I mean, I I didn't like review anything. It's just like whatever. You, you, you talked about a game. Mm. Uh, so I'll I'll be maybe not quite as brief as Dave, but equally as. Uh, blase, I guess. I'm gonna talk about rain. Oh, rain fuck off! Like, you're <laughs> just trying to fucking help me. <laughs> uh, uh, Ranger by Omega Games. Uh, this is a game that when I purchased, um, I thought was about Vietnam, but it's not really. Um, it's more just kind of quote unquote modern warfare in a jungle environment. This oh, is modern, modern warfare in what year? What year was the game? It's time in the late 80s, early right. 90s. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, Ronald Reagan's it, president. It's not quite specified kind of thing. Um, so I, I did buy it before the, uh, the, the owner and operator of Omega Games passed away. Um, Good timing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did buy the first edition, and I was expecting to buy the the, the recent edition from Omega um, before I actually played it. And then I played it expecting to really love it. This game, you know, it's it's kind of commanding a squad in the jungles, um, in and around a, an, a Vietnam-ish era. And now, is there like there's like a map? Like a hex map, or no? No, pencils, baby. <laughs> so, so let's let's talk about that. So, so it's it's a solo, basically RPG. Um, so in the okay. in the in the game, you or in the box, you get a map that has no hex grid on it. Dave, you'll be very familiar with the the type of maps that that come in this. They're they're laminated. And their their topographical maps, um, they look very akin to something that the U.S. military might issue out. Ah, um, you also get a, a, a plastic vinyl tool um, to help you navigate around this map, and then you get um, a set of rules that are very vague. And you get uh, does, a, does it come with a compass? And we have to account for like the actual. Magnetic North, or like <laughs> almost Lars. close, almost. very close. Um, yeah, so you don't have to account for when um, you know J Jupiter's in whatever. Um, 
but but it's very vague and the, and the scenarios are on cards and they're very vague it's basically you need to get from your starting point to an end point in this grid coordinate no, um, so the, but the game map is like an actual it's like, it's it's a map, map. It's, it's a map, map. Like a yeah. military map. It's a, it looks ex not exactly, but it looks very close to a military map. And it comes with, um, at least in my case, a grease pencil. Um, so this is all very, very, uh, very familiar to anybody who served in the military. Um, and, and that's kind of, I guess, what the game is doing. It's trying to put you in the shoes of a squad leader. Um, there are games that claim to do this, but this game actually does it. It puts you in the shoes of a squad leader. Um, and you're running a mission trying to get from your landing zone to your pickup zone um, and encountering random quick, things along the way. Quick, quick note. Well, I loved many of my squad leaders. Were there a lot of squad leaders who could just like plan a complete operation <laughs> on their own? Um, I, I had a couple... Uh, Company commanders that could barely do that. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I love I, I love my guys. I was always the worst. Dave is the worst platoon leader. Like the, the one who was friendly with all the guys. But uh, my squad leaders were generally like okay, following instructions. Mm -hmm. ne definitely not going to plan an operation on their own. That, and that's that was me. I was I was I could carry out orders as a squad leader. I could. I could uh, keep guys more or less in shape, but really, it was hey, don't fuck up. Um, but but Jason, you could you could do it. I mean, you could absolutely. You have I the can brains to do it. I can do it now. Then I'm I, I I've I've even grown since then. I was a little man uh, when I was when I was in the military. But anyway, no, Rob likes to refer to you as the wee man. <laughs> the wee man. The wee baby Seamus. You're the wee um, man. <laughs> um, so it's it it does a. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to be kind to this game. It does a decent job of of putting you in those shoes and and giving you some insight into the fog of war. You're you're literally walking through the forest at um, kind of indeterminate intervals. Um, because there are no hexes, you're just kind of walking um, and and rolling dice, and it will tell you how far you've walked, and then you kind of chart your coordinates on the map um, and and note them, and then continue on from there. You can uh, do things along the way, like put out patrols at night and to reconfigure your squad or your platoon. Um, but really, you're trying to get from point A to point B and and encountering. Uh, very vague uh, occurrences along the way, uh, and, and and the rules really try to facilitate that. They're very vague. I think on purpose, trying to get you much like an RPG to kind of engage with what you're doing and 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 push through the scenario. Um, and and I do have some appreciation for that. I do have some leniency for that kind of thing but in general when i'm playing a war game i want to have a set of rules that say you're doing this uh, this is what you can do this is what you can't do um, especially for it for a solo game i want it to be a little bit more constrained i think and this was a little too loose a little too 
hey, kind of do your thing. Um, no, is there, but is there a combat system? Like, you're going to shoot stuff? Or? Yeah, you, you, you roll some dice. I'm sorry, what, what's the name of the game? Ranger. Ranger? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, Ross, you've played this game, I take it? it it's been around forever. For a it, long time. It, yeah, no, it, it's like 25 plus years. This is one of the, the games one of my high school buddies had, and we thought it was awesome because of the grease pencil and everything, and never were able to actually have fun with it. <laughs> like, it, like it, was, it was like, cool, is this like really what it's like? And yeah, no. So Dave, there's there's a, a player eight sheet that's a platoon of men that you assign equipment to, not not wow. even a squad, a wow. platoon that they expect you to allot equipment to and and keep track and yeah, that's um, like an afternoon right there. Yeah, like it's and it's bullshit because it literally doesn't have anything to do with the missions you're playing at, like and. The designer's dead. God rest his soul. Yada yada yada. I, 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 you know, I'm not, I'm not speaking bad, but there's a lot of bullshit in this game. That's like, I, I'm doing this. I'm doing one thing, but you're also asking me to do something tangentially associated with it that will have very minimal impact because I have 27 guys assigned to me. <clears throat> and I can choose to take right. all of them on this mission I'm taking. So what does it matter who has the M60 or who has, uh, you know, the grenade launcher? It, it In the course of the game, it doesn't matter that much for the, for uh, the, also, I, the I amount of say, effort you're putting in. I, I would say I'm sure the designers did. That's, that's sad. But um, it, it, I, I, I'm a captain in the army like that that's what i ended up <laughs> that's not a that's not a great rank <laughs> so let me just say that for the like like if you're if, if you're an overachiever in the army like being a captain or even a major not yeah. great so when you Although, see that a guy is like finished as a captain or major usually that's bad for them like like for NCOs, like finishing as first sergeant, sergeant major, those are all good. That's that, yeah, that, that's that's, that's a long right? storied career. Yeah. For an officer, commissioned officer, if you finish as captain, that's really low. <laughs> so I got it as an E four. So we were basically equals. For we got out. <laughs> right. Basically, basically, as like like in your fourth year as an officer, you're expected to to be a captain at that point, and then if you move past that, probably like. Seven nine somewhere around there. You're supposed to be a major, and then lieutenant colonel, whatever. But but yeah, just just putting a little bit of reality check. Yeah. On. Like guys yeah. are always like, I was a captain in the fucking. Like I'm like, yeah, I was a captain too. Dude. And I was like only in the army for like four years. And I set up the Claxons in Korea. Yeah. Basically, they would send me notices and say, Hey, you have to show up for your physical because you're in the reserves. I'm like, I'm tearing this. I throw it away. <laughs> And finally, the only reason I knew I'd been promoted to captain is the letters that they threw, I threw away were suddenly like captain. <laughs> Instead that's of first that's awesome. I'm like, oh, I guess I got promoted. <laughs> Nicely done. Default. So don't get don't get overblown about the whole. Thing. I mean, basically, captain in the army is the equivalent of like staff sergeant, probably in in, in the, the NCOs. 
And probably, yeah, maybe even less than that. He is probably less than that. Yeah. Although my our uh, my captain when I was in Iraq was was a good guy. We talked about Kafka. We we were very very intellectual. Oh no, I'm sure I was a great guy too. Oh, you, I, was, you were? I was a horrible fucking dude. Like as far as the rules, I was right the exactly. But I probably, if I'd been in a combat situation, would have been a fucking murderer. Like if you were in combat with me, honestly, like I got out of the military because it was peacetime. Like it's not gonna, like I'm. It's boring <laughs> being a peacetime officer. But if we were in war, stand by. Because we were going to kill some other fuckers. <laughs> uh, so Ranger, I, I I really wanted to love this game. It seemed right up my alley, and I've heard decent things. Well, I've heard mixed things about it. Um, so I'll, I'll I'll end by saying this: If you're going to the convention, I'm planning on bringing this to put on the freebie table. Um, because it doesn't really have a place in my collection. Um, it's it's decent for what it is, but it's really, really not what I was looking for. So Jason, let me ask you this real quick. There's, is it fixable? Is there something that would fix it? <clears throat> um, like, like no, I guess not I as it's a, written. Right, so I don't get a feel for like, it, is it op orders or is it like, trying to recreate like running like a ranger? Like yeah, so basically the scenario is you're, you will be insert, inserted at this grid coordinate. You need to do this along the way, and you're getting extracted at this grid coordinate. So you mark those on the map, and you you basically start walking, um, and and you roll, you roll dice on tables to tell you kind of how far you got before um, you encounter an, an event, and an event might not even occur at that point. Um, but that's it's like, kind of it's like an ambush. It's just an ambush. No, don't besmirch ambush like that. But it, but uh, it could be like what it's trying to be though. It wants to be like ambush. It, it it wants to put you in the shoes of Ross bailed out. Um, it wants it. Welcome back. It, it wants to put you in the shoes of literally a a, a, a platoon leader or a squad leader in combat in a jungle situation so it's it's giving you an order and you have to walk your squad through the order um through the mission and and encounter literally random things along the way um but because it's so vague and there's so much paperwork to it it takes any of the engagement i have with it so in ambush there is a little bit of dice rolling to build your squad and then you get going um and and you can very easily and very quickly get invested in those guys in ranger there's a lot of paperwork on your laminated pads with your grease pencil kind of lining out who has what and then you get into situations where it doesn't matter who has what it it kind of matters how many of each thing you have and you might have to expend some ammunition along the way but even then it's there's not a lot there's not a lot to the story to pull you into it um so, so it's I, kind of a choose, it's a choose your own adventure without venture yeah basically <laughs> without there's, without yeah. the guidance like even the choose your own adventure says like turn to 
sorry, I, I dropped off. It's the choose your own adventure says, you know, turn to page X to do this next thing that you're choosing. This is like almost no guidance. You're just in the middle of the woods, in the middle of the forest, and then you just have to get to the next waypoint based on your planned route. Um, it, it, maybe it's fixable, but it would take a complete overhaul of the rules. Um, it would take a lot of modernization of, of the rules to kind of get it to something that I would be looking for. And maybe the, the newer edition is that, um, I'm not actually going to take the effort to, and the money to find out. Um, right. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's their job, right? At that point, like prove yourself. <laughs> So. Well, it's it's literally too late for that. <laughs> not to end on that down note. Um, Someone can pick up the torch, but it's not going to be us. Yeah. Um, so again, I don't know if I can rate this. Um, I'll give it a five out of ten for wow, beer. Five? You're saying five? Well, I'm best on my money now because it's a five. That's halfway to ten. I don't know. Five for me is like. I, I guess I'm. Is five like terrible? They, you you're like an easy tipping? grader. So, so like Jason, Jason, Jason's doing this like tipping, like a for, for me, like, for me, it's well, he, it's, he did do something. <laughs> like everyone gets ten percent. They they did actually design the game. So for me, it's like two, five, seven, eight, nine, ten. Um, what, what would cause you to give a one? Um, where there is discord. Wow. All right. Ouch. Although I think I gave that game a, a two, uh, a one is what is the Vivictus game? I, uh, uh, the the um, Apocalypse Now game I played from Vivictus was a, a one. Oh, oh, with all the dead guys, <laughs> yeah, the that was, yeah, it was garbage. Um, okay, so I'll give this game a three. How about that? Um, yeah, that's fine. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, I like it. I'm the last guy it's, to judge. It's 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 well i don't know people like it i don't like it um beers it i don't know like for me to give a beers rating i need to have fun with the game and this wasn't that um, yeah, your, your beers are going to make you more angry <laughs> right, like, sure. I, I could be watching football but instead i'm playing this um again if you want to play if you want to try it and instead of spending the $25 on eBay, spend $120 and come to the convention and I'll have it on the free table and, and someone can snag it. So basically, Jason, you're saying the game is not worth buying. Do not buy a skin. I would, I, ha, no, I, I, I don't think so. Not, not, not for someone with my, my wants, I guess. It, it, if you have the opportunity to try it for free, feel yeah, free. Yeah. But Otherwise, eh, not so much. There's there's not a lot of game to it. It's more of a role-playing game. And for me, with a game, that's not really what I'm looking for. Um, it's There's there's not a... It, it's just not for me. The, game, the game's not for me. Role-playing and solo are not a really good match. Well, yeah, and not in this framework, and not in this price point. Like, I've played some free like you know print and play rpgs that are decent solo um that are kind of choose your own adventure but this it doesn't even 
put that framework because there's not like ambush is kind of that same solo RPG or you're choosing things to do and then checking against something. This is mostly in your imagination. There's not enough checks and balances against each decision you're making to give you feedback on what you're doing. It's, you know, four encounters or six encounters along a mission that aren't that fun to play out. The combat isn't very interesting. The loadout isn't very interesting. Um, so it just, it doesn't, it doesn't give me anything that makes me want to come back to it. Wow. J yeah. Jason, that, that was a really rational uh, review of the game system. I like giving negative reviews. I do. There's not enough of those in this world. I assume, <laughs> I Jason, when we, when we play Dungeons and Dragons at the convention, are you going to play my NPCs for me? If if it works out time-wise, I will. I would love to. Oh, God, I hope so. But if Duel of Ages is also happening, so I think it might rely on Ben. You might have to talk to Ben. Because bully Ben to mm -hmm. Because Duel of Ages, that's that's my baby, um, but the bromance NPCs. You get to play all the bad guys. It's a close second, you love that. and you love and it. You and love as much as much as I don't like doing that, I really had a lot of fun doing that. Because you get to laugh at all the. I, I, I magic missiled. I, I took oh, a picture yeah. of Brad sleeping. Two damage. That's right. That's right. Brad was sleep through. I had an undead bride who was hot. And a little baby, a little and a little fetus, baby, that, little, little dying fetus. I, I had I had a one year old that was a little too close to home, a little too soon, but had, but it was Rex, a lot of fun. You had Rex setting up the uh, first aid station about <laughs> forty two and three rooms away from the extra action. He was a half click away up the stairs. That's right. That's right. He was about two airlifts away. <laughs> Magic missile. Good times. All right, so boys, that's all I got. I don't know if I have anything else we could talk. I guess whatever. Uh, I we covered really all I wanted to talk about was, was your retirement. And 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 Ross's point is like, yeah, whatever. Like, you're lucky you're not seeing a string of characters with my face down the keyboard. It's like <laughs> after one o'clock in the morning, fellas, and I drank yeah. the whole bottle of wine. So. Nice. Good, job. Good, Good job. job. Good job. But Ross, you will be at the convention. Uh, that's the that's the plan right now. The, uh, the the wife has cleared it. The the plans are being made. The extra set of football tickets that I won't be using that weekend will be used for some secret cash stash. So uh, life's good. Nice. All right. Good job. I haven't paid Medicine Man yet, but I have booked my flight. So there's. I think that. it's assumed that you're going. So Dave, Dave yeah, I'm, I'll be there. Dave, one I, would hope. Dave, I'm still having a fucking hard time with. The hotel. I know we talked about this offline. The hotel code is giving me feedback that it's not working. I, no, I called him. Just and call it's, him. I, I talk on the phone all fucking day at work. I don't want to do it to facilitate fun. I, right. I want. Mm, okay. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Okay. What you're, you right. Want me to tell you. like, you're right. Like, you're right. I, you're right. I, I called them and the guys. And they took care. Okay. They were fine. Ross uh, did the code online, work for you. The online thing not work. I today. I have not booked yet. Nothing okay. is getting booked until uh, about a month. Not, a month from now, I get a giant effing bonus at work, and that's when everything is getting paid for. Well, Ross, you know they, they don't charge you, <laughs> right? Until so you yeah, it's you know you're not get charged. But medicine just, will charge you. 
uh, and, uh, and we've already had that conversation. John, yeah, uh, John, I will come to the convention. Yeah, Ross, he, he, Ross, he, the bottom line is though the coin is worth. Even if you don't come, that coin is valuable. And I, I'm I'm holding my one from the last convention, but right now. Right. Even though I, I'm in attendance, I was oh, nice. I was okay, proud. Good. I was good. proud to help with the uh, with with offsetting the cost of the last one. The coin will never be made again. That coin mm-hmm. is valuable. And the the this year's coin is looking excellent, thanks to Eeyore. We're, we're we're still we're we're still holding out for Kev, but that's that's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think Kev seems he seems frustratingly <laughs> healthy. Like those Australians are very fit. It's always the ones that you want to die that seem to last the longest. <laughs> so, well, yeah, good, good for him, I guess. Oh Jesus, that just made me really sad. So, Dave, good news. I finished the John Adams book. Oh, it surprisingly enough, once he got out of France, being an ambassador, it got way more interesting. Um, so, so now what? Jefferson? <clears throat> yeah, Jefferson's next. It's probably three books away. Um, but I, I came very close to tears when I found out um, that John Adams and Thomas Jeff- Jefferson both died on the bicentennial of the Declaration of Independence. They both died within hours of each other. And uh, I was reading it on a plane, which does scientifically affect you emotionally, and got very choked up. Um, oh, wow. Uh, there was doors involved in the bicentennial but right is that not is not the is it 50 years what is that term uh bicentennial is like 200 that's 200 years. I, so what's yeah. half a centennial so so yeah what's half a centennial is it bi-weekly hey ross you fucking fit out in there you're the fucking expert no to, so is it by internet no, come on ross I, what's what's fucking 50 years dude <laughs> Is you're it, the fucking you're the mastermind. Isn't bi-weekly twice a year? So isn't bicentennial twice every hundred years? By half? I don't know. Yeah, Ross is like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah. He's like, I, I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so come they, on, fuckhead. Come on, fuckhead. Hey, figure look. it out. <laughs> this is how I learned shit. Hey, you want to hit you in the head again? You figure so it they, out. Be, like, they both died <laughs> in 1826 anyway. Right. 50, 50 years, don't you whatever, ever, 50, whatever that Ross, is. Don't you ever embarrass us like that in front of our public. The ever. only reason I know Again. is because I live next to Philadelphia, and you've already the said that. shit no, you've blew already, the fuck up. And I already, have, like, no, you, all you've already, shit. you've already said enough, Ross. You already pissed us off. You're fucking done. You're dead to us. Don't you ever... Put Jason in the corner like that. No one puts Jason in the corner. So anyway, I'm looking forward to reading about Jefferson, and hopefully the book I'm going to read talks a little bit about the, uh, you know, you know of of Jefferson. You know. I guess it depends on what book you pick, right? I'll find out. Um, The the Adams book I read, I, I just read, talked about jefferson or jefferson's maybe because adams is like an abolitionist right so he's like there's no that's he he was apparently against slavery which which he he maybe wasn't he didn't have the same thoughts on government but hey he was anti-slavery from the get-go right meanwhile jefferson eh, he dabbled let's just say he dabbled that's right 
Um, so the book I read talked about Jefferson's uh, servant girl, shall we say, as a, yeah. as a as a mulatto, which I don't think I've heard that term in literally, wow. literally <laughs> 10 years. I was like, wow. oh, Jesus Christ. But uh, I mean, for the period, that's accurate. It was very accurate, uh, but it was written like 10 years ago. Um, right. So fair no, enough. No, but I mean, from the, the original period. Like, I, I, I get it. I have a friend who is African American, and she is. Uh, she had always been told that she was part Cherokee, so she had uh, done like the ancestry dot com thing, and when she did it, it's like no, you're no, there's no Cherokee. It's you're you're black and white. There's a mix of black and white. So, but but the the the, the thing was back in the South in the old days. When they didn't want to admit that uh, uh, there had been any mm. relations between black and white, they would say it was Cherokee because mm. the Cherokee were still like for a sure. while they were still in the east, and then they gradually moved, and, and they were still, still like communities in Oklahoma. But that's what that's kind of one of the things that they they would say like, oh no, you're, there's Cherokee. So that's how they would argue off the fact that someone was not like purely white or looked off color or sure. But it was interesting because she had always been told, like, oh, no, you're Cherokee. And when she got her results back, it's like, no, there's no Cherokee at all. <laughs> it's you're black and white. No. You're, <laughs> you're mulatto. You're, you're, yeah. Your asshole African. ancestors, like, said that oh, you're so, so we just did it. We, my wife and I just did the, uh, the DNA thing. What, we did the little test. Which one? Did, which one? Which yeah, we're twenty-three. We, 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 we did family tree. Okay, I, I, I did not do ancestry.com. I did was family it tree. Cheek, was it a cheek swab kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Nice. And you break it off, and you put it in the thing, and you send it off. So we're waiting to hear what the results are. Missouri through and through. Well, my, my I already know my relatives to some extent because I did ancestry.com, so I went through it, and uh, my ancestor is ned boone who was daniel boone's brother nice and was wow. mur murdered by indians indians native uh, americans or american indians what can you say that <laughs> first nation sure. i mean they did kill my ancestor they murdered him <laughs> and so daniel boone ran off into You, you dropped Dave. I'm sorry. So uh, yep. Daniel Boone ran off into the corn, and the Indians sent their dogs after him, and he shot all the dogs. And then they were nice. kind of nervous because, <laughs> well, they're nervous because they couldn't see him in the corn. So the Indians took off. Well, then Daniel Boone's like, "Well, I'm gonna get out of here too." So he took off, and uh, then they came back and like tore up the body and did all the stuff they would do. Yikes. So then he went back to the settlement and got all the people. They came back and they found Ned Boone's body, which was obviously probably really bad stuff had been done to it. And uh, but that was he, my great, was great, 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 great. Yeah, there was in a lot of spots, probably. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Probably. No, no, bad, bad business, bad business. But it, it, it is interesting to see that your family goes back that far to those. For sure. So yeah. we are Boone. We are Boones. But only because the Boons had like sixteen, like Ned Boone had like so many kids. <laughs> there's, there's a pretty good chance, right? So, so you came from the Boons farm. 
Yeah, we were we were we were basically the Boone who didn't hills. make it. Like Daniel Boone did great. We were the other guy, the yes. one that made it. So Dave, you you and I both have have ancestors lingering in mediocrity. So my great a uh, similar thing. Great 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 grandfather was the 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 brother of um, Brigham Young, Joseph Young. Oh, so, dude, you were all deep in those Mormons. Oh, deep. Wait. Oh. Every chance so, I get, I'm, I'm deep so in the Jason, Mormons. So, is, Jason, is your family very Mormon? Uh, so, my grandfather was until he met I, my until he met I, my grandmother, and then she she was raised like Nazarene. Uh, so, she made him convert before they got married. So, his his whole family is, I'll say, LDS, because that's... that's because I, I felt like my wife... wife my I felt wife like your wife's also, family was more. She is one hundred percent. So, so I have it on both wow. sides. So I get deep in the Mormonism every chance so, I get. So, is your wife LDS now? Uh, shoot, no, she was raised, but she's, um, I guess, similar to me. It's so so we're, with, we're her, with her siblings <laughs> until you reach the age of reason. <laughs> exactly. All right, like it's like it's too judgy here. Okay. <laughs> Because I'm Catholic, so like I know there's. Hey, do, do, do the Jesuits had <clears throat> had, uh, had a strong hand in my upbringing? So uh, with your wife, so she's got siblings that are matched up with her. How many of them are LDS? Um, three of six. So ha- have these. So do they, but is it fine like they can all get together and hang out and have family events or is it like LDS and non-LDS? No, no, they all get along. Um, the, the extended family gets a little judgy, um, but they, you know, they all have their own problems. Um, and but, and but my family, for, for international listeners, LDS is Church of Latter-day Saints. Latter-day Saints, exactly. It's, it's a Mormon, it's a Mormon church, which is in Utah, Idaho, Colorado, some of those areas yep. in the mid mid country, very large Missouri, right? Yeah, not so much. No, they uh, Broadway too. Missouri's a, lot, Missouri's a lot of Southern Baptist. Now, yeah. Oh, but oh, back in the day, but back they got the day, pushed yeah, further I mean. west. Yeah, they 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 literally got kicked out. Yeah, the Missourians like were like, "You got to leave. <laughs> you ain't from <laughs> around here." You. So, Jason, how were you raised? Were you raised LDS? No, so my my grandma was very staunchly, I guess, just Protestant. So I was raised in the Nazarene Church, which is pretty close to Baptist, so kind of evangelical. So that that's how I was raised. But okay, so you're raised by whom? Your mom and your dad, or uh, my mom and my grandparents? So where was your dad? uh um he's unknown it's it's narrowed down to two men who it could be um okay yeah but never met either of them um it's 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 a mystery so is there a story there or is there just (sighs) should we get into it we could (laughs) sure (laughs) so this is where I, I sometimes get into trouble because I have no problem talking about this, but sometimes people get weird about it. No, so, I think I think at this point we're like we're like uh, loose on the war gaming. It, so it's, <laughs> the garbage time. It's, it's garbage time. So yep. me, hey, brother, 
bottom line is, you know, I love you. So let's fucking just hear about it. Let's, let's talk it up. <laughs> so my mom got pregnant when, with me when she was 17. Uh, she was dating her high school boyfriend um, and was also dating, let's say, older men, um, like in their <clears throat> 30s. Um, now, where, where in the country are we at this point? Uh, Idaho. Like, like more in Mormon, Idaho, uh, Boise, Boise. Okay. Yeah. Um, so when my grandparents found out she was pregnant, um, my grandmother knew she was dating at least two of these men, one of whom was 17, like my mother, one of whom was 35. Um, oh, wow. and, and, and my grandmother said, if it's the 35 year olds, you have to give him up for adoption. Uh, now, was, was your mom out like kind of partying at this point? Or just she kind of... was, she was living it up. She was doing her thing, um, which, uh, she continued to do for, um, off and on for, for quite a while and, and more power. My mom and I have a great relationship when, right. So, so currently now you guys are good. Well, and we've always been good. Like when my ex and I, um, got divorced, I would go to my mom's house once a week with my kids because I had them full time and I needed to sleep at some point. Um, and she would tell me about all of the men she was having sex with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. We have, we have a very, we have a very different relationship. Uh, um, and, uh, yeah, I would sleep on her living room floor and she would take care of my kids for a little while. And then we would talk and I was, having promiscuous sex and she was having promiscuous sex and we would commiserate to get shared this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, bonding it, over boning it was yeah exactly and she would cook dinner and it was great which was maybe a little bit more than she did when i was in school um but so my my grandmother said if if it's the older man's child you have to give him up for adoption um if it's your boyfriends, then I, I would encourage you to get married and yada, yada, yada. Um, obviously not saying those words, obviously not in such a, a right. Su right. such an even toned keel as, as I'm portraying. Uh, it was my, my grandmother was very, uh, there, there was some hysteria probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and continue to be through throughout her entire life. She, she she had very strong opinions about literally everything um so my mom said well it's a younger man so i'm going to keep the baby and um you know raised me for a little while by herself uh, with my grandparents help and then got married to a <clears throat> dickhead uh who is now dead um and and had a couple more children with um but so it's one of those things I, so I didn't, I didn't know any of this until I was, uh, 12. Um, so I was raised thinking my stepdad was my, my dad, uh, and they had two more children together <clears throat> who I still call my brother and sister. I don't ever refer to them as half siblings. Um, but they finally so they got divorced when i was i think eight and then when i was 12 oh, okay okay so hold on so so basically 
They get together. So they got they, married when I was two like two more kids. I, yeah, they got married when I was like one and a half. They had two kids together when I was uh, four and six. And since I was so young, they just raised me as his kid. <clears throat> um, they got divorced when I was eight. So, so yeah, so you're basically like, this is fucked up. And he's like, yeah, well, good news. Mm-hmm. I'm not actually your dad. Well, no, <laughs> like- not yet. So they got divorced. I lived with him. It, my, my brother and sister lived with my mom. I lived with my stepdad. Oh, my God. Who I thought was my real dad for a year and a half. He taught me He taught me the N-word. Uh, so there's that. Nice. That's good. That's good. <laughs> uh, he, he, was, he was that kind of guy. Uh, didn't have a great relationship. All of my memories with him revolve around food. Um, so they finally. And, and this is all still in Idaho? Um, so he worked in construction. So I grew up between, um, the Boise area of Idaho, uh, the Phoenix area of Arizona and the, the Vacaville Fairfield Sacramento area of California. So we, we kind of bounced around throughout the season. So like I said earlier, I, I literally didn't go to the same school for the whole school year until sixth grade. Um, great childhood really really killed it had a lot of friends um um so when when she finally left him for the last time then we moved in with my grandparents again um because it you know it was always kind of off and on um then she decided to tell me oh yeah he's not your real dad um which you know 12 puberty uh just moved from Look, looking for role models okay. <laughs> yeah. looking looking literally for any kind of meaning how, how in do life. i handle how do i handle chicks <laughs> yeah i got i got all yeah. this hair developing yeah yeah. Uh, yeah uh uh let's just say it was a rough few years and um thankfully very quickly found um uh what the kids i i, I believe called pot um and and spent a few yeah. years kind of heavy into that lifestyle um but oh made... ross got a little bit excited about that <laughs> ross kind of picked on that that was good uh but made peace with everything and and got out of it but yeah i i literally today wrote my mother a letter we, she lives like an hour and a half away and we see her every few weeks she's she's coming to babysit the kid tomorrow for us um and we somehow my my wife who um has very loving very um moral very upfront parents very you know kind of um always did the the societal right things by her um has more of a strained relationship with her parents than i do with my mother who really fucked up over and over and over again right, right. um but wrote her a long letter kind of for mother's day saying how much i appreciate all the crazy shit she did throughout the years and that's it i don't know how we got started on that jesus christ that's good no, that's interesting dude that's good meanwhile ross is like a regular episode <laughs> his shit's boring <laughs> ross what do, you, what do you have to explain why you're so fucked up now
Like, what, what's your justification? Yeah, the random noise is not going to do it. <laughs> I, think, I think we might have lost Ross. Yeah, more more venting. Not going to help. No, that's cool. Am I, am, am I still here? There you now, you, now you are back. Wow, that, that's weird because I've been hitting the button like a whole bunch of times. So, Ross, your life seems really boring. I, I'm, yeah, I, I have totally nothing interesting to say now because <laughs> <laughs> apparently somehow all of the interesting things I added during Jason's amazing story is, yeah, not there. Oh, yeah, uh, we didn't hear any of it. Oh, did that, you insert things like, oh, yeah, yeah, me too. I yeah, no, that. no, totally. Yeah, that's. So, we can just uh, assume. So, for whoever's listening, assume that Ross was riveted by Jason's story <laughs> and was constantly inserting things like, oh, so it is. Man, okay. No, that's, or he was just hammered and had nothing to say or didn't click a button somewhere. So, yeah, okay. so, so Ross, it's, it's all the same. Your life is pretty normal, right? Your dad's a good guy. My my dad's a good guy. I lost my mom when I was a teenager. He remarried. She's awesome. But, you know, I have plenty of issues that stem from that. You know, I got a uh, a pair of, of Korean mother-in-laws from two different marriages. That's, no, how, that's all I got. Okay, okay. How do you have a pair of Korean mother-in-laws? Uh, I married two what completely different half Korean women. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Nope. So you married one Korean woman? Half and then Korean. You married another half. Korean woman. No, both half. Both so, in the Air Force. <laughs> like American dad. So Ross Korean has a type. Are you kidding me, Ross? Yeah. Ross has a type. Ross has a type. Yes, he does. Fair enough. No, that that that's that's what Ross, I. Ross only clicks one category in the exam. That's all he clicks. I, I keep it simple. He's like, why, Come on, why this is the best thing. thing? He goes, "There's no more new shit. I did all the shit last week." <laughs> so, so, He's like, so this is the best between, rated. <laughs> between wives. My nickname was the bomb-sniffing dog. I, I was the non-discriminating friend. I took care of everyone you're else. The, you're, the wing, you're the wingman. No, absolutely. Like, oh, oh, yeah. You peel off the friend who's like, ah, why are we still here? You're like, hey. Yeah, right no, believe me. How, how I've, you I've taken many, many bullets. <laughs> Happily. You're like, yeah, I'm not detecting any Korean descent, so I'm not in. I'm, I'm just gonna win in this one. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm pretend. Here. I'm, You're, I'm here for support only, not for main exactly. strike. Yeah, no, this is this is not a this is not a deep strike mission. This is this is purely uh, purely distract. Uh, so, is it a Korean thing? Like, are you just into Korean gals, or I I, I don't know. I, I don't know. No, I, I think it's, I think you have a problem. I I, I probably do. And, uh, and we're, we're we're all fingers crossed, hoping this marriage works out. But like, what's going to happen? I, I really am too. This, is, <laughs> this one seems to be going okay so far. Because <laughs> I don't think there'll be another one after this. At least no more kids. You and me so both. That, like, oh yeah, no, no. That, that's that's been that's been there's been medical intervention there. Yeah. Right. Oh, been, there's, trust me. Yeah, there's ways around that. You're all in on this one. Oh, oh, no, no, no. They they may exist, but they're not happening. Right. So, all right, good. good. So, how old are your youngest children? Me? My youngest is three. Oh, and... you're fucked. You are so oh, fucked, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, believe me. I am totally, totally screwed. And he's 
he, he he's simultaneously awesome and then when he goes man it's like he will he will spit in my face oh no like, mm. <laughs> I, I deal with it with mine like i my my oldest one is like really smart but she's like uh emotional up and down uh, my younger one is like like very much like more like the butterfly she, He's good with everybody, and but I deal with them. I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me! Like, I just want to go crazy with them. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, the 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 youngest one is lucky. I'm generally of the even-tempered type because sure, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. I, I I have a nice bar of Irish Spring that will. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> but have, you, have you have you taught him to run with his butt in front of me yet? Because that's an important lesson to teach him. That, that he hasn't learned that one yet. Until he's learned the reverse butt run. That's like, I'm moving <laughs> off the couch, and then like, wow, I just run. Yeah, no, no. He 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 just his mouth because I have I have the bar virus spring, and that's his that's his punishment. He, no, he generally no. is 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 a verbal. He'll, either he will tell me to shut my mouth, or he will spit in my face, and then he'll wow. get soap. Wow. Oh yeah, but, no. He's like, he's fierce. He spits, dude. Yeah, no, I won't, I'm not going to judge. It's it's he's got to learn. He, he he's learning. In, in my house, that kid would be missing a day of school because I'm like, we need to let the bruises before we bring him. We can't let see that. reporter, like we get in the kid. But so, like, is your wife pretty strict though? Because Korean families generally very strict. It's weird because. My- my mother-in-law is actually the the source of the like hey do whatever you want because she's totally totally spent the most time with them she they actually moved closer to us just to help take care of the kids so and they uh they, they get taken care of very very well yeah because my experience has been that like korean families are like super close and like also like uh, I have a lot of friends who are Korean Americans, and like I always make fun of them because like Koreans think that like Koreans are like the super race. Like <laughs> yep. Koreans think that Koreans are the best ever, <laughs> and they kind of keep it secret because they haven't like ever won a war or anything like that. But <laughs> like internally, they think like yeah, we're the best. That little peninsula is the, is the greatest thing the ever. Yeah. yeah, they think they're number one by far. That's interesting. Yeah, no, uh, that's definitely. Did we lose Jason? No, he went. He went to grab a drink or something. I'm I'm back. Right. So so that's good. All right, good times. So I'm done. I guess if we want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hammered. I got nothing else. <laughs> I mean, that's, we could, that's, we could that's have, we we have, have. A Ross bringing his kids and like subjecting them to some <laughs> kind of like physical corporal punishment or something. But I don't just know, wake them up and yell at them for right. right. being little shit. That's right. All right, boys. Well, this has been an unusual episode, I guess. <laughs> Very personal. Yeah. It, it's no reflection on you, Ross. Just so you know. No, it, it clearly is, but that's okay. No, but really, we don't care. So, no, in the uh, end, I, I, I don't care either. <laughs> so, thanks for having me, fellas. Yeah, well, that was fun to have you on. We're, we're going to be looking forward to seeing you at the uh, Advanced Hunter Combat Convention. Guys, can't wait for Dallas, fellas. All right, boys. All right. All right, guys. All right. Good night. Uh-huh.
Visit us at http colon slash slash boardgamegeek.com slash guild slash one six six zero or contact us at advance after combat at gmail.com.